0: Can you do me a favor, of my brown skin, Angel? you? Can you tap that white girl for me? <laughs> my milk of magnesium. <laughs> oh. Oh. After the devil made you <laughs> 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 kind of African American.
1: But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Yo, what's good, it's your boy South Three Seven Oh Six. This is episode forty-seven of KTSN app. We don't do nothing; we just kick it. We have our hosts AC Three Savage and Marcus Sniffles. Uh, two out of three of us are vaccinated. Uh, I mean,
2: I'm only halfway through it, I got the one shot, uh, I think i get the next one in, in like two weeks, so, I had a little soreness in the arm, but that's about it, but other than that, it was
3: good.
0: I don't let the white right man tell me what to do, or not to what to
1: it is what it is. The only vaccine Mr. Savage is injecting his hemorrhoid as he listens to uh, Ronald Isley and the Isley Brothers. Uh, yeah, I get my next vaccine Friday, so they say the second one's supposed to be a doozy, but, you know, it is what it is. It's better than, uh, in my opinion, not being vaccinated. Anywho, appreciate someone, so,
2: someone said that getting the uh, vaccine is a DNA altering as if it was a negative thing. Like, I'm looking to have my DNA altered. I'm trying to be an Avenger. They have openings, Let's so like, let's do this. Where's yeah. my third arm at?
1: Yeah. Where's my, my laser vision? Uh, Mr. Uh, Johnny Walker is about to be off the <laughs> <laughs> we'll later. Anyway, And his boy, is out. Sounds- <laughs> 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 yeah. That, that, that brother got blown out. I don't like the game of a dog. Anywho, we'll get to that later. Uh, on, on a heavier note, uh, last week we spoke about uh, DMX being in a coma. And unfortunately, he uh, passed away. Uh, RIP to the GOAT. Earl Simmons passed away at 40. Um, 50, 50, uh, 40 plus 10. Um, yeah, why'd I say 40 anyways? So yeah, this week There's a lot of, uh, you know, people giving him his flowers, essentially, uh, more than usual. people look, bump at the MX list was playlist expressing how he impacted their lives. And just kind of that, the biggest thing I've seen on Twitter is that he was really, you know, he lived a full life. Like, there's just mad random pictures of him with, like, random white people. I saw a picture of him at a Waffle House mopping the floors. Like, he was out there living his life. And I can respect that, even though he had his demons. You know, everybody does. Uh, You know, nobody can judge anybody. So, uh, even though some of the uh, news outlets tried to demonize his past and history, like they always do. Like, this is par for the course with uh, some of the mainstream media. Um, I believe the New York Daily News had a rather tasteless cover, uh, juxtaposing uh, DMX with the uh, Walking Dead zombie man that passed away on the same day, which, if we're being real, he died at least whatever his first heart transplant was. He, he died at that point because he, he's looking wild uh crazy. But. Yeah, uh, this isn't the time, and this is we have to do this PSA every time because somebody on Twitter gets packed up for trying to get out a hot take. But again, man, it costs you nothing to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you have nothing positive to say, you know, unless you're ready to get that heat, you don't have to say anything. Like, let people like who they like, let people appreciate who they want to appreciate, let people mourn and memorialize people in the way that they see fit. And, and for the people that get agitated with trolls, if you don't feed them, they'll go away. Like, if you see somebody trying to get their, their hot takes off and be disrespectful, just block them, mute them, keep it moving. Like, interact with the people that have the same uh, love and respect for the people that you love and respect. So uh, RIP DMX, uh, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Because honestly, I stayed off the timeline because there were people trying to jump the gun and get their, get their RIP DMX post off first to get the retweets and Again, I get that's the society and ecosystem we live in on Twitter, but as as one person in my timeline put it, it's real nasty work. Like, that's real nasty work to kind of have to be drafted, waiting to be like, oh, RIP DMX. You know what I'm saying? With the picture and shit like that. But, I mean, again, that's where we're at. Uh, Marcus, let let me get your takes.
2: Those people are super annoying. Like, I saw, like, maybe five or six people two or three days before it even happened saying, like, RIP DMX, you know, your songs or this, your music did this for me and it touched me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you want to, you want to go viral that bad? Is that what you're trying to do? Like right now? Like you want to be, you want to be the first one to, to RIP DMX? That's what you want to do? Like you're, you're a weirdo. But uh, this, this one, I think out of all the celebrities that have had some type of issue like this, or that has been like, you know, on defense his, his was like the most like muddied as far as like knowing like updates and statuses. Like at first it was a heart attack. Then it was an OD and then it was, uh, he took the vaccine. Then it's, he has COVID, then he doesn't have COVID, then he's dead. And then he's not dead. Now he's brain dead. He's like, there's all these different things. And like, it was just hard to follow. It was hard to keep up with it. And I mean, it's, you, it's like you want to keep you want updates, but it's just like these updates weren't coming from any reputable sources. It seemed like but uh, once it was like confirmed that he passed, like I I, did, I had to get off. Tw- I got off Twitter for the rest of the day. I just could not because it's like I, I was on Twitter. I saw it. I just saw all the, the pictures and the videos. Then I got on Instagram. And when I saw that like ESPN had a thing about DMX, I was like, all right, I got to get off because this, this is going to be all day. And I just, I was not in a space where I wanted to see that stuff. You know, I just didn't want to see people posting their memories and um, old videos, old performances, um, him just being like a regular guy out there because like he was, he, he just lived a, a full life. And I just, I didn't want to see any of that stuff and so i just had to get off for the rest of the day but that was this was a tough one i i said it last week when he was in a coma like i've been um listening to dmx since i was like 12 and like it's 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 like a part of your childhood it's just gone and you just don't want to accept it and believe it but then it happens it's just like
1: What are you supposed to do? You know, so I don't. I don't know, Mr. Savage. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it was definitely. Um, I agree with Marcus in the sense of it's kind of like uh, a small part of your childhood is just gone. Like this was somebody that came out with a, a lot of CDs, had like an anthem to a certain part of my life, and it was like you just kind of can't believe it. Like when you're 50, you're so young, and I mean, just, I was off of social media anyway, like, I wanted to take a a break to kind of clear my head, Um, hearing he was in a coma kind of made me sort of want to monitor it a little bit, um, just in case, and then I I didn't like the way that the, the news was coming out, like, you know, like you said, one second it's this and this and this happened to put him in this situation, and then it was, oh, I seen somebody post a picture of him like giving a thumbs up in a hospital bed and they were like oh he's gonna be okay and then the next thing you know he's in a vegetative state he's on life support he's off life support breathing it was just like a constant thing so it it was just it's a really strange time but as far as the music like um i think i had a conversation with yourself south breeze like i i actually listened to dmx Probably once every couple months, once a month, maybe once every three months anyway. Like, I have certain songs that are on a playlist and always will be. Like, whenever times are tough, I go to slipping. I go to I miss you, you know, or when I feel like being a player, you know, how's it going down? When I feel like tearing some shit up, Rough Riders Anthem, or get it on the floor, like, stop being greedy. So, it's definitely tragic, you know, and Especially with us getting older now, we're going to start seeing, you know, more and more of these brothers not making it. And I know even with the, did you guys see the one with Black Rob? And I don't know what's going on with him, but he looked like he out the paint too. And, um, you know, I've seen, yeah, this it, is crazy, but definitely RIP to the family, RIP to him, the legend that he is. Uh, definitely in my top 15 rappers of all time. You know, just a just a great artist. That's my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I definitely uh, experienced a Two Americas moment this weekend when I was uh, talking to a white dude and he was confused or not confused, but like questioning why we were all playing DMX playlists. We were like, "Yo, he died." He was like, "I didn't know that." I was like, hashtag Two Americas. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, like, but it you know, it always. Is. I mean, he knew he knew who DMX was, like, probably you know wasn't in his uh in his demo but uh, uh what would be if you had to pick uh what are your biggest or what is your biggest I guess DMX memory or moment um go ahead what were you saying we'll say moment and song if you have to pick one
0: it's gonna be rough Riders anthem At the 99 Woodstock, it's got to be like that crowd was legendary. I don't know the exact number, but it had to be 100, 200,000 people, maybe even more out there. And he comes out in that red coverall or overall with those red Tims. And, you know, you see the, the white people moshing it up and everybody just having a good time. So that would definitely be my top DMX moment
2: um top dmx moment uh honestly it's it's not something that i've like i guess i just thought about it but i watched watched it recently he did like a breakfast club interview uh, a few years like a long time ago and it kind of reminded me of like the dave Chappelle rick james skit where rick james was like why would i put my feet on his couch like i wouldn't do that yeah i remember dragging my feet in his couch like dmx was kind of doing that where they were like DMX, were you posing as a police officer, as a, or as an FBI agent when you jacked this guy's car? And he was like, "No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do nothing like that." I mean, I might have told him I was the police and I might have took his car, but I was just like, "This man is insane." I thought that was pretty, pretty funny. But uh, uh, the song that I would go to would be uh, "Party Up." As it's, it's not my favorite song, but I feel like that's his most that has to be his most popular song because "Y'all Gonna Make Me Lose My Mind" is something that everybody says like from pastors to your mom to to the old lady at the store to look like people younger than us probably don't say it and don't understand it but when that song was out a lot of people were saying that phrase and that's that's the difference between being popular and being a superstar like my mom would say that to me when i was younger she'd walk in and we're acting a fool and she's like y'all gonna you're gonna make me lose my mind up in here and she'd say that Knowing that she don't listen to no DMX, but she knows like DMX is that big of an artist that she knows what that means, so she could she'll say that to us. But they don't. That's why that's why I talk about there's like there's different levels to what you what we call superstars and classic albums and masterpieces. Like if your mama don't know about it,
1: are they a superstar? Cause I don't know. That that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh... Uh, probably how's it going down. That's on one of my playlists, my vibes playlist. Um, also I remember when I was in Jacksonville, that would always come like whenever they would do the, uh, the throwback song from like whatever year it was, I'm like, damn, let it be. How's it going down? How's it going down It'd come on to make like, yeah, let's go just roll around. Shit. So smooth. But my moment is not really a DMX moment. It's more centered around myself. Um, I remember one day I almost got set up for the Okie Doke at a middle school football practice. Um, I was standing, with my back turned, standing on the bleachers, and at that point, I think like my favorite rappers were probably DMX and Jay Z. Like one of my old screen names on AOL was like Jigga Man X, right? So like, and I, I would like write stories like sitting around like DMX. I was really stupid. I have to find one of them, but anywho. So at the time, the song uh, "What's My Name" was really popular, and if you listen to the edited version, it's hilarious. Like all the the way they edited it or whatever is pretty funny. But so I was standing there. And somebody's like, "Yo, like, sing the song." I started singing it, and if you know the lyrics, it's a very foul. Like the hook is very foul. There's a lot of you know, N words, F words, whatever. And I start rapping that shit loud as hell. And then I turn around, and this lady's mom from my church is like standing right behind me. I was like, "Damn, I'm cooked." <laughs> like, so I'm gonna tell my mom, I'm like, "Yo, the N word, yo, the F word," and. Uh, she didn't say anything, so I, I I survived that one. But that that could have been a very tragic moment for me via uh, Mr. X. So, but yeah, definitely, uh, Dmx has had an impact in all of our lives. Um, definitely, uh, again, he'll live forever through his music. His music is legendary. We don't have to worry about that. So, RIP Dmx. And if you if you're young like KJ, you're not you know exposed or you know the impact. Definitely do your your googles, do your YouTubing. So, uh, you know, RIP Dmx. Uh, yeah, no rule to move on. but
0: So I definitely had another point. There was one part in the song that whenever it comes on, it was super questionable. <laughs> the part where he says you know, something and then because everybody who's been to jail knows it's about to get <laughs> fake. I never understood that. So go ahead and go for it. <laughs> no, he has a couple, he has a, a lot of problematic
1: lyrics again, like he would probably be, quote, unquote, cancer, canceled if he was saying – I actually don't think a lot of – I don't know. I don't know. I think he would get questioned today on Twitter if he was saying some of the things he, he was saying. Like, he was a, a wild dude.
2: Yeah, it's it's it sucks that he passed and we still don't know what these bitches want from him. And just like, what do they want? Does anybody know? Because I don't.
1: I mean, it, you know, it, it also, like, I guess we're not going to rap yet, but <laughs> one of the things like DMX wasn't a super lyrical miracle rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like by any means, but he got his point across very thoroughly and very aggressively. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, what do they want? We still don't know. There's memes today of women and men going to going out to eat and women c- cannot figure out what they want to eat. Like, I feel like that is a direct reference to DMX. Like, what what do you want? Like, I know what I want. I want to play PlayStation 5 and be undisturbed. You know what I'm saying? I just want to listen to some music and chill. I want to walk around the house and be unbothered. What do you want? Questions that need to be asked. It could all be so simple. It could all it could all be so simple. And shout out to Joe Button. I was listening to this podcast earlier. And he said we had to, you know, really give him props for him getting a lot of grown men that weren't cute Dogs to bark. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Roman men are really just out here barking, you know what I'm saying, for no reason. It's just like it's acceptable. Like, that's no, no one questions it, no one questions it, man. So,
0: <sighs>
1: Well, wow. uh, shout out to Andrew Solomon who thinks I look like uh, Tyler the Creator. That's a new one. I, I have to add that one to the list. I've gotten <laughs> Wesley tonight. I've gotten Tupac, I've gotten Kanye West. Um, who else? I got the Jizza from the Wu Tang clan, but wow. Tyler Creator is a yeah, it's. I look like everybody and nobody, apparently, but I should definitely be like an FBI agent. But appreciate you uh, (laughs) dropping a comment (laughs) If you're on Twitter. Drop your Twitter ad. If I don't follow you, I'll follow you already. But and subscribe to the page. I appreciate that. Anywho, let's move on to fucking (sighs) man. Demon time to shine. Oh, God. (laughs) Our Watson story is again, man. PSA. We do not know these people, right? I don't care how clean cut somebody looks. I don't care if he's your favorite player. I don't care if he is at the hospital with cancer patients. We do not know these people. Deshaun Watson might be the nastiest disturbed brother of all time. There's no way around it. Like There are women out here putting their names and faces behind these allegations. And now, from what I saw, the, the messages I sent you on the group chat, that he is now alleging. Before he said, you know, these these are all you know unwarranted; these are false allegations, false uh, false claims. To now that oh, all of our interactions were consensual, which is not a good look. Like I I don't I don't know what what's gonna happen. I do know he's going to be on the commander's uh, exemplist, and uh, his. Depending on how this goes, man, his career might be over. If We're, we're keeping it book, We talked about this last week, but I, does Deshaun Watson have no friends? That's that's my, my biggest thing. Do you not have any friends to let you know, like, bro, like if you're trying to get down like this, we can arrange this in a way where you're not going to lose everything you worked as a child for. We can make this happen. Like OnlyFans is a thing. You know, there's women out here that will do things for money. Someone will do it just because you're a professional athlete. Some women will do it just because they like you. But under no circumstance should women be subjected to whatever the wild, demonic activities you were participating in with these women. Allegedly. Alleg- Allegedly, yes. But I, I feel like at this point, man,
2: it's over 20. <laughs> it's over 20. <laughs> I don't know if we can do a legend no more, man, because that's tough. It's tough to be like, well, I don't know. I'm still on the fence at 22, like the 23rd ladies out here. You're still a legend like, uh, I don't know. But <clears throat> what I would suggest to, I guess, not to Deshaun Watson since he's a menace to society, but to anybody who's in that type of position to where you have a lot of money, and you have a lot of access to, to women, kind of treat it like, treat, treat them like your barber. Like, when you're at home, you have a barber that you trust. You go to the barber every two weeks or once a month or whoever, and you know that barber. That barber knows what you like. You don't even have to tell that barber what you want because you and your barber, you have that relationship. To when you sit down in a chair, he ain't got to say nothing to you. He just gets to business. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you know that you're going out of town and you're going to be out of, out of town for a few weeks and you know you're going to need a cut soon, before you go out of town, get you a cut. And if you happen to be out of town, maybe, you know, ask around about who the good barbers are or whatever. That's what Deshaun, that's what these people need to start doing. Get you a a lawyer, get you a nice, tight, strong NDA, find you a nice young lady that you would like to have prayer and Bible study with, get a list of things that you want to do, like a a list of scriptures and prayers that you guys want to go over during your uh, alone time, and... Go from there, you don't wanna, nobody wants to go, no one just goes to random barbershops and just sits down in a chair and then hopes that they do what they like. You're risking a lot there. So find your barber that you trust and stick with that barber.
0: I just think that he falls victim to the boys will be boys. Type of deal? Nah,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! That's the whole yeah, thing, no, like, religion religion. you know, mashing their teeth and foaming at the mouth and busting freely, dog. <laughs> nah, don't put me in with that shit, dog.
0: Hey, <laughs> look, you have a lot of chickens that have to come to roost, too, brother. But, <laughs> okay, anyway. Like
1: I said, we all do. Oh, I'm we not all saying, do. Well, I, I'm not saying we're without without everybody is not without flaws, but dog, that's wild, dog. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. 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 Allegedly.
0: And like I said, maybe he has a fetish. Who are we to fetish shame a guy? You know, just because he's rich. Yeah,
1: but you can't like have people involved in your fetish and they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where you hit up the, the persons, the people that you know, some power brokers, and you, you arrange it. You can make it look fake. I mean, you can make it look real, like, hey, if you like to, you know what I'm saying, gnash your teeth and thrust and bust, then. They could probably make that happen. You have the resources. You know what I'm saying? Like, they
2: just—you just, just got to be smarter about those. There's no, there's no reason for Deshaun Watson to be surfing Instagram, looking for you know uh, ladies that do massages and then hooking up with them. Like, I'm not saying that if you're if you do massages on Instagram and that's how you roll, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just saying Deshaun Watson got a little too much money to be doing it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, is
0: that what he was actually doing? Yeah, he
1: consensual. He's saying they're consensual now. After
2: yeah, 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 that's what that, that's what really really
1: I'm saying. This is
2: what I'm saying. I'm I'm sure I'm willing to bet that some of those interactions were consensual. I'm not saying that they all weren't. I'm just saying Deshaun Watson should be on Instagram looking for, for women to sleep with. You make you make too much money. You're the face of a franchise, you're damn near face of a state of a city for sure. Now that James Harden is gone you find you find you get your little stable of girl a stable of women you make a list of the things that you like to have done to you and things you would like to do to them if they consent to the things that you want pay them get your nda get you a lawyer and make it to where like hey after every home game I like to do this after every saturday I like to do this on wednesdays I like to do this oh I'm going to be in atlanta this week and I'll fly you out there you'll be ready whatever whatever there's no reason for you to be searching the net looking for looking for women like what are you doing? You're Deshaun Watson. You got you make over hundred million dollars. Like, be smarter about this stuff. And this is and this is these are things that they need to start teaching. And it's gonna sound bad, but teaching NFL players, like when they when like rookies, you know how they have like the rookie like intros and stuff where they're like, Hey, this is what you need to expect being in the NFL. We're gonna teach how you teach you about your money, your contracts, endorsements, uh, dealing with finding a house, like all these things that they teach you once you get into the NFL. They should do that for all professional sports. When you get into the league, hey man, there's gonna be times when we're we're in Miami. You're gonna get to your hotel, and there might be a woman in, in the closet. We're gonna teach you how to deal with that. Or if you like, how to deal with groupies, quote unquote, or women that are just throwing themselves at you. Like, how, how do I deal? Like, they're not. They're clearly not talking to these guys about this. Like, they need to. They need to know how to avoid some of these pitfalls where you're just not. Oh, I'm Deshaun Watson. I've been the man my whole life. I can just get what I want. No, bro, you can't do that. You just can't, you just can't DM any old body on Instagram and expect them to be down with it because you're Deshaun Watson. It don't work
1: like that. Yeah, I, I just feel like again, this might be this might it seems like it's kind of like the Tiger Woods situation where you're like calling these women and leaving voicemail, like, hey, this is Tiger. Like dog, you gotta get a burner account, you gotta get a handler, you gotta get an in-between man. Like you should not be directly interacting with these people. No. Whether whether or not is of you know under those conditions, but like you have too much to lose to expose yourself to nonsense. Like where where are your friends? Like, and, who is and, it's right. and it's and wrong. And it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, on top of that, that's it's horribly wrong. Like who who's yeah. <laughs> let's are, not who lose that, everybody? let's not lose that. Like yeah, but there's still people on the on the on the Twitter that are still like, hey, I saw one guy tweet, like, oh, you know, NFL needs to investigate the the Texans because they knew about this. How long were they holding this or whatnot? And I was like, Yeah, I'm not saying the Texans aren't, you know, wrong as well, but 99% of this blame pie goes to the dude that was thrusting the sips and busting at women. Like, that is on Deshaun Watson. Because a lot of these men on Twitter decided to take the stance that, hey, you know, oh, these women are lying. Oh, look how fine Deshaun Watson's girlfriend is. He'd never do this. Oh, this is just finesse. Oh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's from Georgia. I'm from Georgia, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dog, again, we do not know these people. No matter how much you think you know them because you follow them on Twitter or watch them every Saturday or Sunday or look at their their highlights, you do not know these people again, it's always in these situations, man, you have to take the word of the women until we get other information. Because again, now these people out here standing and caping for this guy are just looking mad problematic, looking mad questionable. Like, how am I supposed to trust you as a man or individual when immediately when a woman says something, the first thing you think is that, oh, she's lying. Oh, she's doing it for money. Not saying that doesn't happen, but like, that's why you wait for all the information to come out, like responsible adult, and then you make your determination. But it
2: it's not even just us having to believe that. It's what what do your the women in your life that follow you on social media think about that? So if God forbid something happens to them that is quote unquote questionable, are you just going to be like, well, you know, if you're someone out there, that's like, oh, why don't believe these women are just out here for money. They're just trying to drag his name through the mud. Blah blah blah. Now your homegirl who might have got sexually assaulted sees that now she don't feel comfortable talking to you about it because it it was your homeboy that did it to her now 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 you got people not wanting to tell you about their experiences because of how because you're so animate about defending Deshaun Watson because lord knows he needs defending in public like at the end of the day he's going to be okay well maybe you might you might lose, lose a lot but he'll be fine he doesn't need You with you know 1,200 followers to get on Twitter and defend him. He doesn't need that. He'll be fine. He's got a lawyer. (laughs) He's got a lawyer. I don't know how good his lawyer
1: is, but he's got got a lawyer. He's got one of the best lawyers in Houston. That's where. That's what kind of raised the flag that yo this might be. This might be serious. Like there might be shit coming down the the pipe, but we'll see. Like I said, the story shouldn't be going anywhere anytime soon. I have a guest coming on hopefully next week who is a massage therapist who has dealt with things of this nature and we're definitely getting a perspective on it because again sometimes it takes folks to hear you know straight from somebody's encounter things like this to actually be like oh shit like wow this shit's not funny like this happens to people and you know that'd be a good perspective for people out here listening but transition to staying on sports <sighs> how to throw away your career your cush job In less than what about 30 minutes? (laughs) I don't know, it's demon time to Sean. I don't know, we call him a problematic Paul Pierce because he was dead wilding on Instagram Live.
0: There wasn't anything wrong,
1: he was wilding on Instagram Live with some, you know, maybe B grade. I don't know exotic. No, the the dancers the
2: dancers that were there were on his level of his career. Those are the dancers he deserved. Okay,
1: okay, okay. a non Hall of Fame uh, entertainer (laughs) at what I believe was a poker game, which I'm still like isn't like poker a game? We have to have like immense focus and concentration. Like, why would you have like? I guess why not? But like, I just feel like I'm trying to play poker. You know, I, I don't think I would want you know women. And scantily dressed, distracted me in that manner. But anywho, uh, Paul Pierce clearly has no friends either because he decided, with his cush ESPN job, and I'm gonna guess he's making at least a million dollars, at least, decided to show his ass along with the asses of women, uh, while smoking what looked to be a blunt, and thought that that was cool, right? A lot of people were clowning him. Was like, yo, you only had like 315 people watching that video. I mean, yeah, at the time, but you know, I'm sure millions of people saw him throw his career away. But again, I don't know, maybe his contract was going up. I know he wasn't very well liked on the ESPN, so maybe he was like, Yo, I'm trying to get out of here anyways. But just rule of thumb, guys, if you do something problematic in public in the social media space, most likely your job is going to release you. And, and we're talking about a guy that's a millionaire, right? Who has a storied NBA career? Who's a champion, and he got fired. You shaking the fries at Zaxby's cannot be, well, maybe you can. Okay, let's go to a higher level. Which, uh, not even that. You cannot be on IG in your Zaxby's uniform, smoking a blunt with you know questionable women shaking their ass, because at that moment you are an ambassador for Zaxby's, and now Zaxby's has to be like, this person does not represent us because he is he has been terminated. So. Uh, Mr. Savage, you seem to think that he did nothing wrong, which to an extent I agree. It's just like he, he treated it like he's one of these young kids. Everything doesn't have to be broadcast, but let's get your thoughts.
0: You know, I'm assuming him being a California guy who's probably in California where that type of stuff is legal. There's not like the women they had on clothes. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there were no slurs going on. I just kind of feel like his job overreacted a little bit. But um, I've done it, probably not, um, you know, in that capacity. But I don't think it was anything that's like a fireable offense. But, you know, I get it. I get it. A guy can't have fun during these times. You know, it is what it is. It just sucks, you know, because he was actually pretty decent, him and Kendrick Perkins. Not at their job, but they were decent (laughs) in the fact that they were so terrible that they brought eyes to the product because of their bad takes (laughs) and their homerism.
2: Yes. Um,
0: Yeah, so it's unfortunate for him. Hopefully, Fox picks him up. Hopefully, he's not seen from again. But um, you know, yeah, you should definitely be as a man in your 40s um, if you want to engage in those type of parties. Uh, keep it to, and you know what? Wait, wait. The funny thing is, from what I read, he made everybody else give up their phones for the party. <laughs> it's like, like, what like, are you doing? I don't know. Maybe that ganja hey. was a little good, but I'm allegedly. gonna pass it to Marcus to give you
2: know it away. Allegedly,
1: he said, he said, "Hey, nobody gonna tell on me, but me. like, I'm sitting on myself. <laughs> Y'all gonna give me fired? I'm gonna get myself fired." Well,
2: like, though, here's the thing: it was reported that um they said that if if that same video came out and it wasn't paul pierce recording if it was someone else recording that he'd still have his job it's the fact that he was recording it from his platform doing that those types of things like i'm sure if you look on his instagram i don't know who's following uh, paul pierce on instagram if you are that's kind of weird to me but i'm sure if you go to his instagram back then it probably said like you know on espn or espn nba whatever So yeah, like you doing that from your phone, you can't do that if you represent my brand—a brand where Mickey Mouse is signing off on these checks. Where ESPN and Disney is not saying that you can't go to the strip club, you can't have dancers come to your house, you can't smoke, you can't drink. ESPN is not saying that. They're just saying that don't put it out there yourself. And they said like, hey, if he did the same thing and one of his homeboys recorded it and posted it, posted it. He'd have been fine because he's in, he's doing his own thing in his own life, not broadcasting from an ESPN employee's account. Like there's no one from ESPN that can do that. So honestly, this I wouldn't have fired him for this. I would have fired him for saying that the Celtics were gonna win in the playoffs two years ago after they beat the Bucs in game one and then got swept the rest of the way. I'd have fired him for saying that he would have had a better career than Dwayne Wade if he played with LeBron and Shaq. That's a fireable offense right there. I think there was one point where he left LeBron James out of his top five players all time, but had Kobe in there. That's a fireable offense. Like Paul Pierce is terrible at his job, and so is well, Kendrick Perkins.
1: Both- recently, I saw, I saw a clip that recently he was like, "Oh, talking about a team that like, oh yeah, they lost by this many points, and you know they played terrible or whatever," and like kind of slandering somebody, and then they're like, "Yo, that team won." He's like, "Oh." Okay, well, uh, good, good for them. Yeah. I'm like, are you not are you not watching the game? Like, what clearly you not
2: watching the games. And you and you shit on yourself during a playoff game. How did you even get a job, honestly? <laughs> How did you even get hired? Because if if I can pull up on YouTube a video of you shitting on yourself at work, you are not coming to my job to work. I'm sorry, it's not happening. But like, he he don't need this job. Like he doesn't. He yeah. he made over he made over hundred million dollars in his career. He was making like. A million dollars a year working at ESPN. He don't need that job. He'll he'll get a job at like Barstool or fucking you know Fox Sports One or something that'd be fine. Like, if, and that's if he wants to even work. He might not even want to do this no more.
1: He don't need this. He, he he's good. Yeah, they you said he earns a total of one hundred ninety five point one million dollars in NBA contracts. One hundred and ninety five. Nine, nine, ninety one. But. Okay, and that's not wow. talking about endorsements and stuff like that. So, you know. and he for the Celtics. So, like, <laughs> it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but you know, it is what it is. More of the story. Don't don't let your outside work time get you fired, Doug. Because I mean, let's. All right, we all know the people that still watch ESPN. We they all know that Stephen A. Smith carries that company. Now, if he were, let's say, let's take. I think he could survive it. I think they like tuck him away for a little while, but I think they they can't let him go. I think he's untouchable, man. Well, they did say that they mutually decided to to set because
2: oh, sure. I think I think they were I think they were going to just sit him on the bench for a minute, like they were going to be like, hey, you're suspended for like two weeks, something like that, and you can come back. But he was just like, I guess, I guess not, like. <sighs>
1: I mean, you, you know, can't like it. Like he, his Twitter mentions and his IG mentions are probably like, "Bro, you fucking suck, man." Like, please, yeah. like, Paul. That's gonna get old after a while, man.
2: But Paul, Pierce, Paul Pierce is replaceable. Stephen A. is not replaceable. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's oh, yeah. certain things that certain people can do at, at their company that other people can't do. Like, there was like some story that came out about like the '90s Cowboys or something, where during a film study, a film session, like a backup player got caught taking a nap during film study and he got cut that day and then like the next day I think it was like Michael Irvin or Emmitt Smith got caught taking a nap during film study and nothing happened and you know people are just like well you know that's not fair it's like yeah it's not fair like but that's Michael Irvin that's Emmitt Smith those guys are valuable to the Cowboys whoever we cut yesterday that guy was a backup that was never going to see the field we can afford to let him go yeah, we're going to treat people that are better and more valuable differently than the third string guy. I'm sorry, but that's life. That's yeah. business. It works like that everywhere you
1: go. Yeah. If you haven't learned that in life, but well, let that be the one thing this podcast issue. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're good at something, you're most likely going to get a longer rope to active people. <laughs> a little more leeway. A little, a little more, more leeway. leeway. <laughs> Real quick side note to what Marcus said about uh, people being replaceable. This is probably the one time I'll ever utter this, but like uh Academics was right. Um, regarding uh the Joe Budden podcast. He put out a whole video talking about like yo, uh Rory and Maul are just workers, you know what I'm saying? Like they're replaceable. And we talked about this in the group chat because Marcus doesn't really listen to it. I do. And I was just thinking about it, I was like, yo, are those guys replaceable? I'm like. Yeah, they kind of are. Like the show kind of is like rolling with like just other random people sitting in the chairs, and like the content's still good. <laughs> like, nothing against them, but just like I get it. But yeah, man, he was right. Those those cats are hella replaceable. Yeah. It, is, it is the Joe Budden podcast, so there's
2: only one person that is not replaceable on that show. I honestly, I, I would have thought that those those two other guys were uh, a little bit more valuable just because. Just based on uh, like some of the clips that I've seen and the way people were talking about it, like I think they were t- trending uh, a week yeah, they ago. Got, they
1: got their they got their little hives, but I mean,
2: like people wanting them back. But it, it like like you you haven't stopped listening, and I don't know if anybody else no, has haven't. stopped listening. And I, I I maybe I should go back to <laughs> go to his, his YouTube channel and see if like are the views going down or are they same they, they they're
1: They are about the same. Four days ago, he did 281,000 on YouTube. Uh, Let's see, he did 35,000 two days. It's a full episode, but just yesterday, 205,000 views, which is about his norm, about 200 to 300,000 views on YouTube per episode. I mean, the the show uh, What's going on. They might have they might have
2: they might overvalue overvalued themselves on that one if it's like they ain't missed the beat the show ain't missed the beat and it's still good and people still listening like you just might be out of here now you
1: just might be gone i don't know what that is oh that's their uh old uh <laughs> old <laughs> intro videos yeah man like even on the podcast he stopped saying there he'll usually say like the jbp boys are back to business before you're saying the jbp boys are not here. And now he just don't even say it, dog. He's like, he changed his podcast art just his face. I was like, damn. Oh, Lord. That's why I sent that picture that one day. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, man. Like, they ain't coming back, dog. Like It was a good run, but you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. R.I.P. But, they saved their money. Yeah, I, I, I'm, they're fine. Uh, but smooth transition to be replaceable. Uh, the Jets decided they could replace Sam Darnold by trading him to the Carolina Panthers, which uh, sent a ripple effect across NFL Twitter. NFL draft wars have been erased for the umpteenth time. And especially in Falcons' Twitter, this is signifying to a lot of them that the Falcons will be going quarterback at four, still to be determined. But uh, a lot of the chatter I saw about the Sam Donald traits to the Panthers is that, like, yo, is this dude even better than Teddy Bridgewater? Which, statistically, the answer to that question is absolutely not. But the excuses and narrative that I'm seeing is that Sam Darnold plays for a trash organization, the uh, New York Jets, which is true, and that they might have been suppressing his talent, which could also be true. But for a team at one point that was rumored to be looking to even part ways with uh, Christian McCaffrey to get demon time to Sean Watson, to settling for a Sam Darnold, that, that kind of is, is questionable. So I'm not sure if they tried to get with the Falcons to ask about making a trade. Uh again, if they were looking to get Deshaun Watson instead settle for Sam Darnold, I'm assuming they possibly did and the Falcons next it, which would fuel the rumors that the Falcons could be getting a quarterback. Which again, I that's gonna be the Twitter day of the year for me if, if this happens, especially if it is one Justin's field. Like I'm I'm going to tweet until my partner dies. Like it's gonna be anarchy, and I'm here yeah. for it. You know? There's there's no way Justin Fields falls to four. There's no there's no way Shanahan
2: Shanahan looks at the draft. We all ass, we all know Trevor Lawrence is going first. A lot of people are assuming that Zach Wilson is going too. But even if he doesn't go to if Zach Wilson is there, he's not he's not looking at him like no, nah, I don't want that. I'll take Mac Jones. No one's doing that. They're not doing that. They're taking Justin Fields and Zach. Uh, Wilson will not pass. Fall past number three. I just i I don't understand <clears throat> this Sam Darnold thing. Like I was someone who wanted the Colts to actually try to trade for him, but when you look at what the uh, Panthers had to give up for him, they had to give up more than what the Colts gave up for Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz has shown that he can play good, like elite almost. He was a top ten quarterback for a while, like Sam Darnold. Has never been the answer at quarterback for the Jets. He's never shown that he can be that guy. So, I mean, I don't know if it's Adam Gase, I don't know if it's just the Jets or or whatever, but he's never shown that he could be like a franchise quarterback and they had the they got more picks from the Panthers than you know the Colts did for Carson Wentz. My only question is, is if you're if you're the Panthers and you're trading for Sam Darnold a year after you signed Teddy Bridgewater, are you saying that Teddy Bridgewater was a problem? Like, are you saying that he was the reason y'all didn't win last year? Cause I'm not saying, I'm not saying Teddy brought Teddy Bridgewater is anybody's franchise quarterback. I'm not saying he's elite. I'm not even saying he's top 10, but you guys signed him to a massive contract. He, you have to pay him $17 million next year and $20 million a year after that. One year into this contract, you're like, all right, this Teddy Bridgewater thing is done. Like, You're just going to just – it's done? You're not going to give it another chance because – what's his face? Uh, McCaffrey didn't play last year, right? He got hurt? He got hurt late in the year. Yeah, so it's like, what are you you even doing? Like, you spent all that time evaluating him, watching the film, doing whatever, and you decided, you know what? We're going to give this guy a three-year contract worth whatever millions of dollars. And then after 15, 16 games, you decided not. Never mind. We'll take Sam Darnold.
1: Well, again, and this whole like, this plays into the whole hashtag "Good to be White" thing because, like, even with the draft, like, I don't know why Justin Fields is getting picked apart to the point where they're elevating Zach Wilson, who played a bunch of fucking bums, to the second overall pick. Like, what does Justin Fields have to do for people, like, you know, to evaluate him properly? Like, it, in any in any other situation, it wouldn't make sense. Like, yo, this person played. Better talent at a higher level versus this person who played a bunch of bums and made a couple impressive throws. That's, that throws, that's cool, but, like, that's not how you should rack in a stack. It's same with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, all right, cool, whatever. We're not even going to give you a chance. Like, we're going to just bring in somebody else who doesn't know the system. You know what I'm saying? After you've had a year to kind of figure things out without your best player, like, it, it's frustrating, but, you know, it is what it is. We know people said- don't get any type of leash in this league, so I'm not even – Whatever. I mean, I I thought Joe Brady was some sort of like
2: passing quarterback guru or whatever. Like you can't figure it out with Teddy Bridgewater, I guess. You know, like.
0: Well, I kind of feel like as far as uh, and it's just addressing the Teddy Bridgewater situation. We've seen him at Minnesota, we've seen him in New Orleans, and now we've seen him in Carolina. He's never gonna be an elite quarterback. Like it, you know what his ceiling is. The thing with Darnold that is interesting is he's only this will be his 3rd year so he still has time on his rookie deal if I'm not mistaken. And the yes. thing with the Jets is after that first year they pretty much gave up everything. I mean, you cut your starting running back, you let Robbie Anderson go, um you have Adam Gase, you are basically depleted on the offensive line, depleted at tight end, depleted at receiver. Um, The guy starts out decent, catches mono, then he comes back. I forget what his name was, the uh, running back from Pittsburgh that ended up going to –
2: Le'Veon Bell.
0: Le'Veon Bell. You know, he comes back from that, you cut him. Like, I don't know what they were doing, but it just seemed like they weren't in the market to win any games this year. Like, that's just not what they were trying to do. And, I mean, to get him for – what was it, like a – Third, a second, and a fourth, or something like that. It was like
2: there was like four picks involved, I believe.
0: Yeah, but the value of it, if Wentz actually does play well, the value of that first that y'all would potentially give up would kind of offset the amount of picks since they were so far off. But I just feel like the the league it's it's about potential. Sam Darnold is potentially a great quarterback. Like he has all the skills. You will worry now. If he's going to be seeing ghosts in the pockets, is he damaged good? Oh, I
2: forgot about that. he <laughs> said that.
0: Yeah, outside of that, I mean, you you still have a lot of potential upside, whereas I do think, and I mean, I'm I'm black as they come, but Teddy Bridgewater is just painfully average. Like, yeah. with Teddy Bridgewater, everything needs to be perfect, and he'll get the job done. But well, he doesn't have the arm talent to actually sit in there and win you games. So... He I won mean, like three games for the Saints.
2: Well that well that, that's what I was going to say. I feel like I mean, that's kind super of talented.
0: That
2: but that's that was my point about Sam Darnold cuz I was on the I was on the train of like hey, let's bring Sam Darnold to Indy. He's still young, he's on a rookie contract, the Jets are terrible, they don't know what they're doing. They have no stability. No one would have been successful there. Bring him to Indy. And I'd say that because like hey, we got a good offensive line, top a top 5 offensive line. We have really good running backs. We have a top 10 defense. So we're not asking Sam Darnold to come in here and be you know, 2009 Peyton Manning. We're not asking him to be Dan Marina. We're just asking him to, hey, don't turn the ball over. Make a play here. We're not asking him to be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick we can win with you being average. And that's the same thing that the Saints were able to do with Teddy Bridgewater. The Saints are a very talented team. Have a very talented roster. So Teddy Bridgewater just has to stay within the offense. Don't get crazy. Just follow your reads. Make a play here and there. You'll be fine. And the Saints will, they have a good defense. They have a good offensive line, good weapons, blah, blah, blah. My thing is, you traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers. They got Christian McCaffrey. And what else? Like, is their defense still good? Because I don't, I don't remember hearing not the defense. About their okay,
0: defense is okay. And they got. Um,
2: is the offensive line good? DJ Moore. Samuel. They he's a pretty yeah, good, uh, good wide receiver
0: tandem. Yeah, they
1: got some
2: so, decent okay. wide
0: receivers. So, yeah. They got decent line
1: from, They're a decent team. Let me ask you this.
2: With Sam Darn- like, and this is before the draft, so we don't know what they're going to do in the draft. Things could change, but right now, is Sam Darnold like a top five player on the Panthers? A top three player? Because if Sam Donald is your top five or top three player on your roster, you're probably not a good team. And that's they're banking and on his
0: potential. His,
2: yeah, but I mean, he, the, the he doesn't have that kind the, of potential to raise that. or He doesn't have the potential to raise a bad team. He doesn't have the potential to make a bad team better. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not like you put Patrick Mahomes on the on the Panthers. I feel different about that. Yeah, they I don't might think still the Panthers
0: like, are a bad team. I think well,
2: they're. Decent. I, I'm. I'm. I don't, I don't. I didn't watch them, so I don't. I don't know if they're bad or not. But I'm. What I'm saying is like there are certain quarterbacks where you can drop into any situation and they will improve the team. Sam Darnold. I didn't like. Obviously, the Jets are terrible, but I didn't feel like he was like making them better. He didn't improve. He had a lot of going against him. But I didn't feel like, man, if Sam Donald just had this, this, and this, he'd be OK. It just seemed like he was just another part of the problem.
1: So he is a reclamation pr- project. And the thing with potential is the potential will get you fired. That's right. And, and <laughs> thing, even how you're saying Teddy Bridgewater is kind of like, you know, we know what his stealing is. Like when he before he got hurt with the Vikings, he was he was a pretty good quarterback. He was on the up and up, like regardless of you know what I'm saying Sam Darnold's situation he's never been great or good you know what I'm saying statistically again he was worse than Teddy Ridgewater is now so the idea that he has this potential the i, I would be I wouldn't be shocked if the Panthers still draft a quarterback you know what I'm saying I That's wouldn't be saying uh, what this I year would, I wouldn't be shocked if Sam Darnold is not here in 2 years 2 or 3 years like I I just don't see it we'll, we'll see it's it's to be
0: yeah, I I think they're going Best available pass catcher, whether it's one of the the three wide receivers or tight end. And also, I'll say this as a Jaguar fan, even though I have a Falcon shirt on, I don't don't ask me. <laughs> I was actually most scared of the Colts getting Darnold because I knew the talent that they had over Wentz. And the only reason is I think Wentz at one point, could have been a great quarterback, but he has the back issues, and he definitely has the confidence issues. So when I was reading that that was something that was on the table, I was like, oh, hell no. please don't go to that team. So I was glad that he wasn't. And just one more point, like with the Justin Fields situation, I think a lot of people, they blow up those two bad games he had, Indiana and Northwestern, because those games were horrible. A lot of turnovers, a lot of picks, a lot of locking on the receivers. And that's not going to help you. I don't know. It's weird with the NFL. Like sometimes they they fall in love with a guy and create a story. I wouldn't be surprised if Fields still goes number two. I hope he doesn't because I feel like if he goes to New York, they still don't have weapons. Be He'll be ruined. But don't be surprised if he's two or three.
2: I, I mean, when it comes to Zach Wilson, isn't I feel like this could be a case of him being Mitch Trubisky of uh, the 2021 draft. Like Mitch Trubisky played at us. He didn't play at a football school. He played at North Carolina. North Carolina is a basketball school. They play in the ACC. They don't play great teams. Like, and then you have Deshaun Watson who played for Clemson. And granted, he did play in the ACC, but he made it to the playoffs, and he beat playoff caliber teams. He beat Nick Saban's uh, Alabama teams. Or he, he beat them once, he lost to them another time, but he played on the same level as them. It wasn't like he got, it wasn't like, uh, what you call it, you know, every time Notre Dame gets in the playoffs, they get blown out. It wasn't that. Deshaun Watson was the best player on those teams every time they played against Alabama. Zach Wilson is lighting up UCF, who has a terrible defense, and all of a sudden he's the second-best quarterback prospect. When Justin Fields is lighting up Clemson in the playoff game, like, I, I feel like just, Justin Fields did not fall into the draft until the Jaguars got the number one pick. The moment the Jaguars were locked in at number one, all of a sudden it was like, oh, the Jets were looking at Zach Wilson. Oh, maybe Zach Wilson, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what did is, what is Zach Wilson do to to warrant being uh, going up in the draft? on draft And the crazy boards? thing
0: is for all the arm talent, Justin Fields right. made the exact same wild throw that he made on the run against his body on the money
2: seems like anybody can do that if you're a quarterback like with any type of athleticism it seems like you can do that (laughs) throw like I've seen a lot of people doing it on film I guess so I don't know I mean and and this is not me saying that Zach Wilson is bad I think he will be fine I just think that whatever quarterback goes to the Jets is not going to play well because it's the Jets it doesn't matter none of them like there's just certain teams that you go to, you're just not going to be great. And it just, it sucks that it happens that way, but that's just what it is. When's the last time they just had a great quarterback? They never had a great quarterback is the answer. Never. So if, if I'm, if I'm Justin Fields, I am praying, I am praying to fall to number three and go to San Francisco. San Francisco is a nice city. Nice weather. And you have one of the best offensive coaches that makes every quarterback play better? Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I know you want to be number two because, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jaguars. I know you want that. I know you want to be the next player for pride and competitiveness. And you think you he, Justin Fields, if you ask him privately, he probably thinks he's better than Trevor Lawrence. He probably thinks he's the best quarterback in this draft. But if you want to do the best thing for your career, San Francisco is going to save it. And not save it but they're going to elevate you to a level that the jets were not going to take you san francisco is where you want to go so and i said it on twitter who what who,
1: what whatever quarterback goes to the 49ers will win rookie of the year it's a bold statement uh so real quick i know you <laughs> i forgot all about this but you brought up uh mr bisky uh going to unc y'all saw the video of uh hubert davis right <laughs> I saw the one clip. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw the clip. I, I don't know what that man was thinking, but I think I know what he was trying to do, but he he definitely failed in the execution. Uh, if you didn't see it, the first black uh, head coach of UNC decided for whatever reason, he wanted to emphasize the fact that he was proud that he was married to a white woman in his initial press conference. <laughs> Unwarranted, unasked, I was just like... All right. Like what for for who for what? Like it's all right. Anywho. But somebody said uh they show the video of uh <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie uh, don't be not while drinking your juice in the hood. The the video of the, the African American dude, <laughs> the uh, Hotep brother, he was like walking to the party and he was looking for that white girl. They was like, That's him when he uh saw his wife for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that man loves him some milk, boy. <laughs> full milk. Uh, uh,
0: the mother of Mecca is right here before me. Do my eyes not deceive me or am I looking at the goddess Isis herself? Can you, uh, can you do me a favor of my brown skin, Angel? Can you tap that white girl for me? <laughs> my milk of magnesium. <laughs> oh, after the devil made you. I'm very <laughs> African American.
1: But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. <laughs> Bruh. Why does he say white like that? White. <laughs> Matter of fact, I would make that lady's face the podcast. <laughs> that movie. That? <laughs> white wife. What did they tell that woman when she was doing that role? Like, hey man, you want to make a couple of dollars? Just stand here real quick and <laughs> talk to you. Like, probably in the, the description, is just like ugly white bitch <laughs> number <laughs> one credits. <laughs> oh my god, sorry, excuse my language, but she's uh, probably one of the ugliest white women that have walked the face of this earth. But my milk of magnesia. <laughs> anything. Jesus, uh, yeah. oh, uh, Marcus. He he brought up the. Uh, trans panic bill. I think I know what that's about, but I'll let you run with this one I'm not 100% sure. But.
2: Yeah, uh, so in Virginia they have like a new bill that is uh, pretty it's the first state that's going to ban the uh, gay and trans panic as a defense that people use. So essentially like say, say a guy goes to the club and he picks up someone who is uh, presenting as a as a woman. They hang out, they're vibing, whatever. They decide to go back to the house and do some adult things. And they get to the house, and the man realizes that the person he has taken home is uh, I'm not I'm not sure how to like say. So it's it's like a trans person, but they still have like the bottom that a man would have. You know what I'm saying? So he sees that in pre-op, there you go. So he sees that in in some sort of trans panic or trans fright or whatever, he kills that person. Now he he's going to get he gets arrested, whatever. But he his his defense is like, "Hey, okay, I didn't know that person was trans. Uh, that I was scared. I didn't know what to do. Blah blah blah." So people are using that as an excuse to get out of like getting the death penalty or getting life and it seems like the only reason that this law even became a thing is because uh one of the lawmakers is trans and that's kind of why i'm always on the side of like let's get other people in positions of power or positions of like leadership or influence so instead of like a room full of straight white men, let's throw some black people in there let's throw some women in there let's throw some Asian people in there trans uh, trans people, gay people lesbians um, you know handicapped people, people that can't walk because me as someone who can walk just fine, I'm not thinking about acts like wheelchair accessibility or ramps or any of those things so sometimes you need someone in there that can say like hey, you need to also ignore or think about someone that's in a wheelchair. How are they going to access these things? And that's the same thing with this. As a straight man who's married, who doesn't go out to clubs or anything, picking up picking up people, I, I, I don't think about this. But when you look at the numbers, uh, the percentage of trans women getting killed is really, really high. There's not that many of them, and the amount of them that are getting killed is extremely high. So you need someone in there that can bring that information to you because I wouldn't know that because I don't I don't think about it. You know, it can be the same with Asian people, with Hispanics, with Mexicans, uh, anybody. So that's it's it's good to have other people who don't look like you, who don't think like you, who don't come from the same places as you in these positions. And I feel like there's people that will look at this and say it's a bad thing, but there's. You can't look at this and say like, oh, well, you know, this guy didn't know that this person was trans. He should just get off for manslaughter as opposed to, you knew what you were doing. Like you saw that this person was pre-op and you got embarrassed. Like someone saw you and now you're embarrassed about it. And now you decide like you, you're you going to kill this person because you're that embarrassed. Like there's no excuse for this. And this is this is a good thing that this law is coming going through. Like people shouldn't just be able to get away with stuff. You shouldn't be able... To get like you're essentially getting away with murder because this person is transsexual, like that shouldn't be a thing.
0: I mean, you're still getting a lot of time. I just I don't know, it's such a hard subject to talk about because I don't, you know, I don't have experience with that. But to me, it needs to be something to where there needs to be a point where you have to disclose that information to the other party because it, and and I understand some people are totally against that. Hey, it's my privacy, but it's like, if you're a straight male and let's say I picked up a trans woman, bring her around stuff like that. And I didn't know. And then it comes out at that point as a straight male, I pretty much, and this has nothing to do with the murder or anything like that. I'm not trying to say anything, um, you know, but at that point, as a man, you're everything you do is over. Like from that point on, they're not going to care that, hey, I didn't know. I've never slept with her. I've never done this. I've never done anything like that. It's just going to be like, hey, well, you're an F word or you're You like, you know, doing these type of activities with trainees and stuff like that. And it's never uh, you're not coming back. So it's it needs to be a conversation about it. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, there was a, a case. It was somewhere like in the Midwest where someone had tried to use that defense. And what essentially happened was they found out that this person had messed with the trans person on multiple occasions. So then, of course, it was denied because it's like, okay, at this point, you guys were involved on, I think it was like more than three occasions. You knew better. You just got caught and then got angry and decided to kill this person. So it's just a really unfortunate thing. I mean, I I hate to see people not being oppressed, not being able to live their life and being punished for being the way that they want to be. But It's just hard because if if you're a guy, and, and I can speak for this, I remember one time, this was years ago, I was on Instagram and I seen this girl, and I was like, Wow, you have some big ass titties. And you know, I didn't know who this person was. And like months down the line, I see like a like a child picture. I'm talking about we were like having DM conversations, nothing too nasty, but you know, just regular DM conversations. And like I seen at one point, this person was like, they posted a picture of themselves being a boy as a child. And then I guess their mom had just died. And they were basically saying, you know, you were the only one that accepted me. You, you know, brought me out into this situation. And we kind of did what you call like a trauma connect because I had my father who had just passed. This person had their mother that was just passed. I thought that they were reasonably attractive. They were just cool. But then it's like, when you find out this other stuff, it's like, now I'm a man within my masculinity, but what if Southbury seen that and then seen that picture? He'd be like, damn, you know what? Adolphus is gay, you know what I'm saying? I would think that. I, I know you were in real life. I wouldn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm <was> just saying. I get thrown under the bus? <laughs> like, damn. Somebody would be like that. Like They'd be like, this dude is out of control, so... It's, well, that, it's definitely a gray area with that, but you shouldn't be killing them. You got to be firming your masculinity, but it's just a sad situation that they that they go through all the time. I will just
2: say it. It is speaking from like a position of privilege to just be like, uh, um, trans people need to kind of let people know that they are trans because it's like when it comes to like hate crimes. Uh, Against like the LGBTQ community, like the T is the one in the group that where the violence is going up. Like it, it's it's steadily increasing. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not like steadying. It's not going down. The numbers are going up constantly. Like I have a thing right here: 44 trans people killed in 2020. Like, and there's not a lot. Like I wish they would have broke down like the percentage wise, but 44. Trans people getting killed in one year is an extreme number when you consider like how few trans people there are. And the reason why it's kind of speaking from a position of privilege to be like, yo, you need to let me know that you're trans. It's like, when are you supposed to do that? Because if you're at the bar and you're talking, you're vibing, and just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm trans, it's like, oh, I'm at the bar. I didn't know that. Now I'm embarrassed. Now my boys are here. Now I'm smashing you over the head with a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm pushing you. Now I'm fighting you. Like, i've watched a few videos about uh trans people talking about it and then and and for them they don't know when the good when the right time to bring it up is when it like the and the reason why is because it's like if i bring this up there is a good chance i might die so it's like when do you bring this up do you bring it up i'm not bringing it up on the first date because i don't really know you like that you know do i bring it up on the second date do i bring it up before i meet your parents like when does this happen or do you just never say it? Cause I, I, I'm, I know people. You know, it's people are on the on different sides when it comes to that. I'm on the side of like, whenever you are comfortable, then tell that person. But if you're not comfortable, don't say it. Cause you don't know. Cause the worst, the worst thing that could happen to me, like if I was single and I was out at the bar and I was talking to, a, talking to a woman, and she's like, "By the way, I'm trans." The worst thing that can happen to me is if I'm not in trans people, that I get embarrassed a little bit, like, oh, it happens. The worst thing that can happen to her is that she could die. So it's like, you know, way the pros and cons here, I guess. But do y'all do y'all remember um I wish I could remember her name, but <laughs> I don't know. Well Rev is here. What's up, Rev?
3: What's up, Blacks? Our-
2: <laughs> Are you are you old enough to remember the rapper Chingy? No.
0: <laughs> oh my god! You know Chingy? Yeah, I like oh, the way man. you do like that right oh, there. Wait, this... he, I you
3: said Chingy, like check, No, life. Chingy. I do remember Chingy. We used to rap Chingy at the lunch table in elementary. Okay, school.
2: I was about to say I was about to feel super so, old.
3: No, for sure. Holiday Inn was that that like it slapped.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Chingy, was like a big star. Like he had like hits on the charts. Like he was a he was a rapper that was going places. And uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe I should look it up. But he was he either had this woman in a video of his, or they were in some sort of relationship, or she just flat out just lied about it. But there was something between him and a trans woman that got out, and the story just ran wild, and his career was over. Like after that happened. Cheney was done like Cheney couldn't do anything he didn't get no features he had no more songs no more albums he just fell off the face of the earth and and the, the sad part is is I'm pretty sure that woman made it up <laughs> like it wasn't like none of the stuff she said was true she said it just to get on but yeah. even when i even when like when it happened I looked like i, I
1: they, they did what they did a thing on mari they no, did a thing on mari huh? E- e. Com. had a story about it in 2014. Pretty much saying, uh right there rapper Chingy made the headlines. Rumors that he was in a romantic relationship with the transgender model Sydney Star. Sydney Star, that's right. And now the St. Louis rapper is speaking out about his incidents which ruined his rap career. Yeah, it was a
2: rap for him. But I remember they did some kind of thing where they were like they have like women and trans women like walking in front of a camera, and you had to. Oh, I see that. I know, I watched that video and I was like, I have no idea. No, nope, you sure okay. don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I was like I was like Star, fight as fuck. And they're like, "Hey, that's a that, that used to be a dude." And I'm like, "I mean,
1: hey man, it doesn't take for the fact that she's still she's still
2: like." I mean,
0: hey, but, but sometimes it does slide under the rug because, like Eddie Murphy, I remember being young and it was a huge scandal. He was pulled over with a transsexual in the car at 4:45 a.m. and yeah. he was in a known spot for transsexual. And I remember hanging I the with. Problem, I remember hanging with this guy problem. named Leonard, and he was out at the on the patrol looking for homosexuals as well. What One, are you doing? What are you doing? You know, you you know, like, what that. are you it doing? It is it's an hour and ten minutes. Let me go ahead and bark that so I can edit Jesus Christ, like <laughs> He was. I'm just saying stuff happens. I'm not trying to. I'm just, I didn't say his last name, but stuff happens, you know, it's just nighttime. <laughs> like, can't see? Oh, poor guy. <laughs> I mean,
3: a- anywho, let, let's transition. Let's transition play.
0: like they do. Okay, real right. quick.
3: One thing. I think that the issue is that people, and often men, don't see trans women as women. They just see them as men in cosplay. And I think that's just. That's where the issue comes in and it's super, it creates a weird stigma on both ends um, and a much more harmful stigma for trans women because these are women. And if you are attracted to a trans woman, you are attracted to a woman and that's fine. I don't, It, it I, it's very, these types of um, like stereotypes and stereotypes may not even be the right word to use there but they're very damaging. I'm sure you guys have already covered that. And they, they have real life consequences for trans women Um, Whether they are trans women that date or trans women who are simply just trying to exist in this awful, awful world, they create real consequences for real women. Um, And I think that cisgender women, cisgender men and all the alike could do a lot more to protect um, our trans brothers and sisters, uh, which starts with kind of reframing, reframing the way that we speak about trans men and women.
1: Facts real quick, uh, since you're the only Celtics fan that most people know, <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the whole Paul Pierce uh, situation?
3: What are my, my thoughts on Paul Pierce? Um uh, I, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like he may have done that on purpose because there's mm-hmm. no way you thought you was going to on Mickey Mouse's internet <laughs> with that young lady's behind on your Instagram live I think he was going to walk in the door at the, the next day. <laughs> I just feel like maybe he had another gig lined up, or maybe maybe he was just like, you know what? I'm tired of the constant slander that comes from my ESPN job.
2: Deserve slander.
3: Get me two to three very average-looking women who are willing to be in leotards on camera. Let's get this. Let's get this started.
1: <laughs> average strippers for an average player. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was confused. Was so They were. They were. They were uh, definitely lacking in the. Uh, meat department for a person of his uh, salary and net worth so I was like bro we're gonna get fired man like
3: you know maybe work at the call center by day and it was like (laughs) oh (laughs) my (laughs) god
1: if I'm getting fired from ESPN it's gonna look like tip drill in the background man we we can (laughs) we go
3: on
2: facts
3: (laughs) but I mean maybe he did call like the likes of Bria Miles and Bernice Burgos who was closer to his age range quiet as it's kept um and then it was like nah so he got what he could get at the moment I mean,
1: he was trying to get rachel nichols to pull up which i oh, think rachel was also <laughs> problematic like uh come on dog. like what are you doing man <laughs> rachel nichols. she's like bruh. like oh yes. Paul, he's a funny dude he's he's a funny guy
3: unintentionally at that
1: <laughs> facts uh all right so did we, did we all watch the falcon and winter soldier this week
3: i did
2: yes
1: yeah, so uh, I guess the, the biggest thing that I pulled from it is that Johnny Walker has a lot of a uh, little penis energy. Um, I don't know Ooh. what's wrong with that guy, and uh, yeah, man, you know, we we talked earlier. Uh, Marcus is hoping to get that second vaccine because there's going to be a, a new spot open in the Avengers soon after uh, those videos go viral of Mr. Johnny Walker going brazy at the end of the episode. Like, <laughs> I, I
3: mean. mean.
1: I have a lot of questions, but we kind of, I, I was getting school shooter vibes from him in the first place. <laughs> but, but now it's, it's been uh, like
3: Peter is, of Republican he, National
1: He's definitely, he definitely was at the insurrection. I, I can say yeah. that right front and center, slaying the shield. Like, yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on that episode?
3: I mean, I, I, saw, I saw somebody on Twitter say, um, I don't understand what the difference between Steve Rogers' killing and John Walker' killing is, and I'm like, well, the difference is Steve Rogers never caved a nigga's chest in <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the street <laughs> so people live on Facebook. Like he ain't I, the way he beat that man with that chill yeah. was like, I, I'm. I was like, oh <laughs> I was jo- I'm pretty sure that was the purpose, but I was like very taken aback by the way he beat that man's chest in. And it it was and I'm sure this was the intent. He knew that this young man had nothing to do with Lamar's death. And was <laughs> like, nah, somebody gonna get it. <laughs> battle battle star. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but you kind of set your homeboy up for that because you the one who let him go first. Well, you know, you got the super soldier serum and you got a whole shield. That's it's a just, vibranium. It's <laughs> a regular, regular black man. Like, I know y'all think that we're super, pop, we're superheroes, but he's just a regular black man. And but why like, did he
0: have to catch L's at every corner is what I didn't understand. Right. Come on, man.
2: It's a name, man. You can't have a name like Battlestar and expect people to respect you. Like, what is a a Battlestar? Like, get the fuck out of here, man.
3: And his real first name was Lamar, so that's even worse. Lamar is like your mama, like.
2: And then he spelled. They they spelled. They spell it L E M A R, like who spells okay, it that well, way?
1: I thought that was just a problem with the uh closed caption because I was watching, I was like, Why is his name Lemur? But I guess that's not
3: And <laughs> <even> feel <laughs> like they kind of they were kind of priming us with this because when John got in that skirmish with the door, Melage, well, I mean, maybe off of him, but. At the end, he was like they weren't even super soldiers, and so I'm like, you realizing that you like you kind of lame, ain't you? It's like, <laughs> and it's like, damn, you suck. Yeah, yeah. These four yeah. black women came in and gave you a little one-two, sat you down. She was gonna take your shield, but they made her give it back, and now you heard about it.
2: <laughs> that oh, that was my thing. My thing, like when I was out, I watched it again, and I was like, does he take the serum? If he doesn't spend that entire episode getting his ass whooped, because like. At the beginning, he got beat up by what's-her-face, old uh, light-skinned girl with the red hair, knocked him through the wall. Then huh. uh, he got, yeah, he got beat up by Adoram Melijah. He's been getting his ass whooped this whole entire season. And I think, like, the Adoram Elijah, like, literally, like, putting the shield through his, or putting the spear through a shield to where he can't even pick it up, and then they just take it from him. I think, like, that was the moment where it's just like, dog. It was Everybody is whooping my ass. Everybody, like I can't catch a break. I have, I haven't, I haven't done any superhero shit yet. I haven't had a superhero moment. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking this shit, dog. Like I have to. I, because apparently, I, I think there was like a moment of like self doubt and reflection where it's just like, dog, I'm not good enough for this job. I need something else to yeah. get me to the next level because I can't even beat these four black women, these four bald headed black women. Over here, beating the dog shit out of me in front of my homeboys, and like you want me to save the world? I'm Captain. I'm the guy you're gonna send out here. Nah, man. Yeah, he
1: definitely called the you know, Oh yeah.
2: Oh, hands down.
0: All kind of slurs. He's like, you know what? You know what? I didn't like though. To me, Are you and this is night just night? how how we're raised, being you know brothers, <laughs> nigga. If you got the serum and you're going to ask me, should you take it? Let me know you got the serum, because that way I could have been like, look, you go Hell ahead yeah, and take just... before we bust up in here. Exactly. You know, I'm like, I mean, he was just getting Telling. beat up the entire time, and it was like, bruh, you, you got the have serum. Have this. He no. let he- we're on a dummy mission, for real. That's
1: what I thought it was. I thought he was going half and
2: half. it. he's like, "Yo, dog. Yeah. Like, hey, let's do this together, dog. You my you my battle star. Like, let's do this. All right, nah, <laughs> you took the whole thing, dog. You needed all of it. I could not even get a taste. Like, what kind
1: of partner is that? I can't yeah, take a Don- shot. Johnny Walker definitely went on parlor and said some very nasty <laughs> things about those Wakanda women. <laughs> and he was
2: like, "Well, I have a black friend, so I can say these things." Yeah. <laughs>
3: My one black man wasn't having a problem
0: with it.
1: The one black guy I worked with had no issues with this.
0: <laughs>
1: he went from All Lives Matter to Black Lives Matter really fast. Like, this man's got clapped. i was like, all right. They beat the dogs out of that. <laughs> like, Battlestone was in the background getting
3: mad. <laughs> he already got captured, tied up, finally able to free himself, only to get his neck broke by a 14 year old. <laughs> by a child. It, it, it's like in the 13, she's supposed to be in 6th period. Instead, she broke your neck in front of the homies. <laughs> Battle
2: star.
1: So the thing is interesting too about the, the whole dummy mission point is that earlier in the scene and I think this is what Marcus said where they kind of do the whole mirror thing with the characters is that earlier in that scene when uh, Sam went in and talked to the girl the, what's that? What's that? That Disney movie that I never saw? With the little red-haired girl shooting arrows and shit. Rape. Brave. Yeah, the brave girl. He's like, yo, why are you going to see your partner in there with a super soldier? You know, he needs backup. And essentially he kind of did the same thing with his homeboy. It was like, yo, Doug, like your man's out here naked and you got the serum and you let him die. And that's essentially what he said. Bucky was going to do to Sam, like you're going to let your man go in there and die. And then he comes in and just like ruins the whole thing. Like, dog, like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Like I don't even think it's that he lacked like strength and the ability. He just doesn't make good decisions. Like he has no leadership, leadership skills or management skills. Like dog, like all right, you might not have a super serum, but you can like have interpersonal communication skills. You got a dude right next to you with the vibranium arm and the super serum. Why don't we work something out work something out together where we can make this work instead of you like, oh, we're gonna do it my way. I'm gonna march in here and watch my man's get his back blown out. And then chop somebody in half in 4K. Like I, I didn't, yeah. That was it, like I said. It it seemed kind of hokey to me initially, but when they raised the shield and saw all that blood, I was like, Oh shit.
3: Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the moment. I was like, Oh, snap. And like I was watching uh I watched a YouTube channel called New Rock where they kind of break themselves into whatever. Um, and he was saying, like, it maybe it mirrors the blood that we haven't seen on the Captain America shield. And I was like, I feel like that's like a meta. Like a really deep explanation for it. It probably does exist. But I just think that on the on the surface, seeing blood for the first time on this Captain America shield, blood that doesn't belong to Steve Rogers, it belongs to like a civilian that was actively surrendering, um, was super jarring. And I'm interested to see how that footage comes back because you know first Avenger came out 10 plus years ago and a, a character took a picture of Steve Rogers on the street and he, it pops up in this show like how does this footage of Johnny Walker come back in the future I think there's only one more episode of this
1: it's, 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 uh, it's six episodes which I'm very I hope this I, I don't think they're gonna do one off they gotta do more than one season of this because it's been very well received
3: and I'm also interested in how they <clears throat> wrap up. like I feel like there's a lot more story to tell with two episodes I'm wondering like, we still don't know who the power broker is. Like, do we figure that out? I think it's uh, Shannon. That's, I don't know, Sharon. Um, we don't know who the well, power they, broker is. We're still waiting on how this whole John Walker storyline, like, does Isaiah come is to-
1: Are they going to sell the house? Are they going to sell the boat? Like, Well, well they, they did, they did well, mention,
3: so so, like.
2: <laughs> they did mention that there there is a, like an actual confirmed cameo for the next episode. Like, it's not the WandaVision thing where, we're, where it's like, oh, Magneto's gonna be in the Mephisto, <laughs> or whoever. Like, there's actually, like, confirmed there's going to be a cameo in the next episode. So I'm curious to see how that is. is. I'm Like, I'm trying to think of, like, all the Marvel movies that are coming out. How does this one tie? Like, this does not tie into Thor. It's not gonna tie into Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not gonna tie into Black Widow, because Black Widow was supposed to come out before this, so... Hmm. Maybe, maybe Spider-Man, maybe, maybe but they have true. a lot of stuff going into that one. What's
0: that the oh uh, the, uh, Ooh, the shit. one with the Asian superhero. Oh. Another Jesus. Edit? <laughs> oh Good God. What?
3: <laughs> I think you may be talking about um the Ten Rings. Uh,
2: <laughs> I know what show you're talking about, though. I don't I don't or the, the movie. It's, that, it's an that,
0: Asian superhero that's getting a movie, and, and this I, is maybe yeah southeast
3: asia it could be something there especially with the power broker if we never know who that person is like if we never get answers to that there could be some um some tie-in to the ten rings organization and mm -hmm. the mandarin and things like that so maybe that's what i
2: think i think it ties in it has to i think it's going to end on a cliffhanger that leads into the next movie
1: yeah or they were saying it uh, could be the uh, the general from the Hulk, that guy. That's the power broker. Guy. Oh, no.
3: Really? I will say, seeing in the last episode, seeing those Kamoyo beads and seeing Ayo be behind that building and then seeing the door Melaje here, it made me really sad, like unexpectedly sad. Because I was like, dang, I wonder how T'Challa feels about all of this. Like, is he involved? And then I was like, we don't know. And we may re- never know because re- they're re- net net re- on being like, we're not going to recast, gonna recast Black Panther. And I'm like, why not?
2: <laughs> recast him. Recast him. There's so many people that can do it. Recast him.
3: It's I, so totally agree. I don't know if you recast him immediately. Like, I'm not saying recast him for Black Panther 2. I think, you know, you wrap up that story there. But I do think there's no, a way.
2: Re- so. di- no, no one, nobody, I'm sorry. You can, nobody wants to go to Black Panther 2 with no Black Panther. There's no oh, Black well, Panther.
3: I wish there was a way. <laughs> to explain, but then it probably wouldn't work. But in my, in a perfect world, there's a way to explain his absence and we learn more about Shuri. And then they take their time to recast another Black Panther. Cause this is, Black Panther supposed to start filming a little later, a little later this year and come out next year in 2022. Um So it, I think it may be too soon from like a casting perspective, like their job to like properly find a Black Panther replacement, um, I want them to take their time, but I would love it if they recast. Somebody said dancing Idris, and I'm not opposed to dancing Idris, but he also looks like he's 112 pounds. Yeah, so like, looked, he I doesn't. Was very, look like a
2: Panther. I was very surprised when I found out that man was like 30. I
3: was like, what? Yes, he looks 22. Like he has no <laughs> muscle mass, and I'm not saying he has to have muscle muscle mass. I'm just saying because he he's does. so he's pretty like lanky. It makes him look young, and T'Challa in the MCU is at least 30 years old, and he looks 30 years old. So he looks I like know. a grown-up. Yeah, I don't know if Damson Idris would carry the monarch you know, role, but somebody Franklin. else said Aldous Hodge, and I was like, I don't know what Aldous Hodge sounds like speaking-wise, but he looks like a superhero. Also, I don't know how that works with him being in a DC property. So.
2: Yeah, Franklin Saint looks like a high schooler, so...
3: Yeah, if this was like T'Challa in 1992, then maybe, but I don't think it Kermit's would
2: definitely
3: work for sure.
2: He's got to...
1: If you're gonna do it, do it big. Give me, give me my man's uh Travante Road stock. just, just
3: do massive. It. He looks like a superhero, but Travante Road, I think he could carry off an accident. Hey, man, action.
2: hey, let him have his golds in there too, man. Hey, yeah. Wakanda <laughs> Who is you, T'Challa?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who is you,
1: <laughs>
2: <It> is you? Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> what well, well, I, I will say, like uh, just based on the show, like the last, I think uh, the last few episodes, I do like that they they go into to Bucky's past, like yeah. the very first episode that kind of showed some of his past missions as a Winter Soldier, and then this episode they went back and kind of showed like because he you, you kind of do forget, like yeah, after uh, Civil War. They did drop uh, Bucky off at Wakanda for a little bit to get his shit together. And it's like, well, maybe all right, what do they do? How did they get him to normal? So it's like, it's cool that they were able to, to show that. And I guess I would ask everybody here, do you do we think that Johnny Walker is going to get fired from his job as Captain America after what he did?
3: I think he's, he may get fired, but I don't think he's going to go without an no issue. I don't think that he would he he seems too far gone. I think that any attempt to fire him would only set him off more, and with that super so- uh super soldier serum Lamar um uh, he said he was like it it just makes you more of who you already were, and I'm sure Johnny Walker was already an awful person, so trying to follow, fire an awful person that has a super soldier serum is not going to go all the way
1: um. Mr. Savage, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So uh, originally, I, I thought that the way this would end is that, of course, they're gonna take back the shield by any means necessary. And then I was trying to think that, due to the uh, the Isaiah was name Wilson, the, whatever, the Black Captain America. I figured that once Sam realized that hey, there's a Black Captain America or a Black Super Soldier, that he could do so. I honestly don't think he. Thought as a black man he could play the role as Captain America. in the times were in, you know what I'm saying? But at this point, I think they're going to get the shield back. But I wanted initially after uh endgame for Bucky to become Captain America, which no <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like that's gotta be the thing that happens. He's got the Super Soldier Serum, he's he's essentially Captain America dog. Like I think they can make that work. Bottom line is Johnny Walker's not keeping the shield. We know that. It's just a matter of who gets it at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like Sam was, or Sam was like, "Yo, I didn't think I was ready for it." And Bucky's like, "Yo, we're taking the shield." So we're taking the shield. It's just like, who do you give it to? If you look at it from a standpoint of like for the future of the MCU, well, Spash is saying, "I don't think he's that old." But I know Sam is like in his, or oh boy, he's in his forties, forty-ish, something. Ah, I don't know. It's, it's tough. They're taking a the shield. Whether anybody carries the mantle of Captain America is to be determined, but they're taking a the shield and he's getting fired. He's probably gonna die. So Johnny Walker, he's, he's got to-
3: <clears throat> The only reason I say no to Bucky as uh Captain America is because Bucky is still not okay. Like I I feel like he's he still doesn't have a moment. He hasn't had a moment to be better. Like, yeah, he's not under, you know your control but Bucky still has his own things to work through um to me it feels obvious that they're trying to set up Sam as Captain America now whether or not he ultimately takes the mantle I don't know um I don't know from a, just like an actor standpoint how long Anthony Mackie wants to be in the MCU um but nobody I don't know I do nobody throwing bags like that <laughs> Shit. according to Anthony Mackie he's the best thing smoking so I am making a sandwich but um,
2: <laughs> make Daddy a sandwich,
3: <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know that Bucky is ready. I also have a small gripe with this show that it still doesn't feel like it's focused on Falcon. It still feels like Bucky's therapy with you know appearances from Falcon every once in a while a- appearances from Sam like we don't we still don't have enough insight into Sam's home life. We've met his sister and his nephews twice, <laughs> and they've interacted. Once on screen,
1: they're making making plates, they're trying to say the boat, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going through the The American black man
3: struggle, you know, getting a night
2: at the bank, the usual.
3: But that one episode, and you know, shorty called him, was like, Hey, this white girl says she's gonna run up in the spot. And so, I don't know, I I still feel like we don't have enough Sam. I don't know, hopefully, we get more. I don't, uh, Anthony Mackey's not my favorite person, but I do love Sam, so.
2: Adolph, you, you you think uh, Johnny Walker's going to get fired?
0: I don't necessarily know if he... And this is... Spoiler alert. I know that he's going to be U.S. agent, and then he may be a part of the next wave of the Avengers. And he's kind of more supposed to be like an anti-hero instead of just a straight-up hero. He kind of gets justice by any means necessary. Um, the one thing that I do remember when I saw the previews of the show... I do remember seeing them with the shield back in their possession. So I don't know if he's going to just give up the shield or they'll take it back from him. But um, I could definitely see, I don't know because then with the comic book things, it's so many different comic books that are written and they're in different timelines. I mean, we all know that Bucky has been Captain America at one point and so is Sam. So either one of them could be Captain America I think that it's going to go with Sam. Um, I do kind of feel like we kind of knew a little bit more of the backstory with Sam. But, you know, it, we have time to kind of un, unwrap that. But I do. I think Johnny Walker is just going to give up the shield and do his own thing. He'll become the U.S. agent.
1: Bruh. He, well, no, he murdered somebody in 4K, though. Okay. Like, okay. He's and see, kill, and right? here, here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. The reason why I would say that he doesn't get fired is – what what he represents and and this is kind of like a theory that i saw on a youtube video i was watching where it's like he is almost like the representation how he is now how he acts with other people is kind of how the police act like he's just out here like do you know who i am i'm captain i'm johnny walker i'm captain america you're supposed to do what i tell you to do no matter what i'm the man out here i run things around here you just live here type deal and so, yeah, he just killed an innocent person on tape. That don't mean he going to get fired. I mean, if we look at, we can you could pull up a whole bunch of videos of police killing innocent people on camera, not getting in trouble, not going to jail, some of them not even getting fired. So I think there could be some kind of added layer storyline in that mm-hmm. aspect as far as, like, they can make it look like, you know, well, this guy was a terrorist. Oh, the, the guy that... You know because they just talked about how they had that bombing in the last episode they can pin that on him like he just killed the guy that was responsible for the death of two other people so i i don't i don't necessarily think it's a foregone conclusion that they're just like yeah johnny you're, you're done they can make they can spin this they can make this work because it's been happening in this country for years
1: uh we'll hold on to that so that's interesting i love disney i don't know if disney's you know in the mud. they did the tuskegee thing <laughs> they did the tuskegee thing <laughs> like they, they they kind of they're kind of here
2: I'm not saying I'm not saying that they'll go that deep into it but it's it's something that someone said and I was like that's an interesting point and well, they, think, they could do it
3: I think Disney is definitely looking to be edgy um and I would not be surprised if they did go that route because I mean last episode not the one that just happened but the one before he was definitely a part of the police force that jumped out the car and was like don't even give him a chance to breathe and I think that breathe was intentional so I think they like they may very well be on that path to doing a broader social message about uh, you know, government and police brutality. Uh will they hit the mark? It's Disney, so who knows how they sugarcoat it. But I think they're yeah. on that one and I'm I'm interested to see if they go full force or if they pull some punches. Okay,
1: we'll will keep an eye on that. <laughs> I know real the Adolphus has to see this and I want him to watch the show, but uh Rev, have you seen uh, Watched Invincible?
3: I love Invincible, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll let Adolphus, you need to watch the show. Like, this shit is, it is pretty good. <clears throat> From somebody who watched a lot of anime, uh, this is pretty good. The animation, I feel, is
3: getting Auntie better. Omni-Man is awful. <laughs> <laughs> is he's an <laughs> awful, He's an awful husband. He's an awful hero. He's an awful person.
1: <laughs> is this considered an anime, or is it just a cartoon? No, no, no. It's a cartoon. I'm just saying. Like, okay. the, I, the, I the animation, anime is way better. This is like they they put no it detail. Looks like
3: the old GI Joe cartoons, which came on yeah. ABC yeah. in the middle of the night. I was like, this is basically invincible but lame.
1: Yeah, they don't. <laughs> I was watching uh, Jujutsu Kaisen today. They put no effort to animation with this shit. It's just like, oh, let's draw some shit, whatever. There's a lot more detail in anime. But anywho. Yeah, um what I would say to I guess Rev's point about broad social messaging to not spoil anything, but there's there's a lot of um diversity in this show. Like they're they're definitely for people not paying attention, they hit pretty much everything with this. Um even with just like background characters, like again, the main character, he's mixed, he's like an Asian mix, his dad's wife, his dad is white, his mom's Asian. Um, he's got a black girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Um, the other couple, uh, they were interracial. Um, even just random background characters would be like interracial couples. And you know, this dude, the first other character they introduced, he's a gay dude, so they, they kind of hit everything mm-hmm. with with this show. So it's pretty interesting.
3: It also low key, like you might not recognize it while you're listening, but it has some stars in it, like yeah, uh, Martin Green, who's gonna play, uh, LeBron James, Lebron James's wife in Space Jam, but she is also the star of the reboot of Star Trek. Um, she's in it. She's one of the first. J.K. Simmons is one of the main uh, characters. Let's um, cons- no, not really. The lady from Grey's Anatomy is the mom. Marsha Lee has some spots. Um
1: Meeks, bit- <laughs> yeah. from the Rocking Dead. Uh,
3: yeah, um, the guy awesome. that plays Cyborg in um, both animated teen titans is uh in the show
2: Walton Goggins
3: freaking Eddie Winslow makes an appearance in this last episode I was man,
1: I was like that's a weird uh, easter egg
3: Yeah this show was in the family matters universe tell all your friends
1: <laughs> Yeah the dad was in it wasn't
2: he the, the, He was with Winslow <laughs> Yeah He was like yeah. The, uh they the cross- got
1: we've been waiting for Seth Rogen and Mark Hamill were in the show apparently John yeah. Ham it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting show. They they really know how to end the episode. I give you that. Like, they they definitely oh, wrap up yeah. episode. Yeah, they they even definitely in the
3: opening. It. It, the way they'll do like, what's his superhero name? And like, oh, he calls himself. Then it's title well, card. Well, it's that was, it's amazing. That shit,
1: was, that shit was trash at first because it was like offbeat, but now they kind of fixed it where it kind of makes sense. But in mis- The first the first episode, the shit was trash. It's like, bro, I shit don't even fit. But um. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll say we'll save that. I don't know how many episodes we're supposed to do, but hopefully, yeah. Uh, what day does that show come on? Every Friday. Okay, because I just,
2: I whenever I, I just go and look for it, I never knew what day it came on. But I'm I'm caught up, but I just didn't know what day it came on. Like I watch it on like Wednesdays, I think.
1: So the cool thing for me is that unlike a lot of the anime Twitter I follow, um, they're not here. A lot of people haven't caught on to this show yet, so there's not spoilers. So I'm not compelled to actually read the comic. I don't know how far the comic is, but that's kind of why I'll read the manga for anime because people will come on Twitter and spoil us. I'm like, shit, I can't even watch it in peace. I had to go read the shit real quick and then watch it later. So I'm glad that this show hasn't caught fire yet, but once it does, I might have to read ahead if it's super far. But like, I just saw somebody talking about the comic recently, so I don't think it's super far ahead yet, but we'll see. But I
3: think, uh, I think the comic is done, like it's complete. Um maybe there's three issues or something like that, but I do know the comic is complete.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Damn.
1: Okay. Well, we'll definitely jump on that. Uh, I know Marcus wanted to talk Will Smith versus Eddie Murphy. I saw Will Smith versus Jamie Foxx in the timeline. I didn't see the Will Smith, Eddie Murphy thing, so kind of Let the people know what that's about real quick.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the Will Smith versus Jamie Foxx thing has been a thing for a couple years now. But I think it's pretty obvious that Jamie Foxx is clearly the more talented actor between the two. So I thought that uh, a more fair comparison would have been like Eddie Murphy versus Will Smith. And I think if you look at some of the things that Eddie Murphy has done, it's not out of the realm to be like, yeah, Eddie Murphy is a better actor than Will Smith. Like, Will Smith is has more longevity as an actor, but Eddie Murphy is just as good. Like, I think a younger Eddie Murphy could pull off those action movies that Will Smith did when he was younger. Like, you couldn't see Will Smith in Independence Day? Like, you don't think he could do that? And I got in it, got, it wasn't like a debate or anything, but kind of got into a disagreement about Eddie Murphy not being able to play Mike Lowry in Bad Boys. Like this, like <laughs> Will Smith in Bad Boys is great, but let's not act like what he did is on par with like what Denzel did with like Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Like only one person could have did that role. A lot of people could have played uh, that, that role in Bad Boys. You know what I'm saying? Like Eddie Murphy played, In many a cop movies, he can be funny, clearly. He can be a ladies' man on screen. Get him in the gym throwing, like, 10 or 15 pounds. Eddie Murphy in Martin Lawrence is probably a better movie, if not as good. So, like, if you look at their, like, discography, like, uh, Eddie Murphy in Dreamgirls, Will Smith isn't doing that. Will Smith can't pull that off. And I feel like Eddie Murphy could probably do... A good bit of Will Smith's uh, filmography. I think he might have a little issue with maybe. I don't know. I, w- I was thinking like Pursuit of Happiness, but I feel like Will Smith didn't do that great of a job with that movie. Like he was, oh, he was fine. That was the best he could do. But I feel like if Eddie Murphy had a shot at that, he could do that. But Will Smith isn't doing Nutty Professor. Like he's not pulling that off. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about playing uh, the clumps part. I'm talking about Will Smith can't play Buddy Love. He ain't got that in him. Eddie
3: Murphy can play Hitch, though. Uh, Yeah, I think we, I think collectively we love Will Smith. And I mean, that's not bad. Yes. Will Smith's a great guy. You know, we saw the first prince, he's funny, he's charismatic. Yeah, I don't know about the weed these part. Cute but... kids. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs>
2: he's great on
0: Instagram. A
3: lot of people.
0: Yeah.
3: Will Smith, he's great on Instagram he's adapted well to the new times. Uh, you know, he feels relatable, but also like celebrity enough where he feels, you know, like something to achieve or aspire to. Um, but I do think that Will Smith has been in a lot of mid. Like, I think he's been in a lot of like so-so movies um, that his contemporary, I don't think he's so far away from his contemporaries that they couldn't easily swap roles. For him, for Jamie then. And Will Smith, if you're looking at that debate, I think that Jamie Foxx could absolutely be Mike Lowry. I don't think that uh, Will Smith ever in his career could do the things that Jamie Foxx did. He couldn't be Wanda. He would not be as funny as Wanda. He—I don't know if he would have been half as funny as Jamie Foxx in the Jamie Foxx show. Uh, Will Smith as Django? I don't know how that would turn out. Oh, things like God, that, I don't know.
0: Long,
1: where- long <laughs> like, part just- two.
3: He's not—he's not that far away from his contemporaries. Like he not about to be uh, Curtis in Dreamgirls. Never, never. That—that that was made for Jamie Foxx. Uh, Will F- Will Smith could never be Mike Tyson, but we're about to see Jamie Foxx as Mike Tyson. Like stuff like that. I don't think Will Smith is as far away from his contemporaries as people think he is. Um, I just think he's fun. He feel like everybody cousin, or they like you know, fun uncle. Uh, well, but Yeah.
2: I was getting—I was actually getting into it about someone on this about uh. Will Smith, he had Will Smith as his top five actor all time.
1: You should watch of, movie? You just got to block him at that
3: point. I'm not, I'm not arguing. More movies, like there's so yeah. many other. Movies. <laughs> Will Smith, yeah. I, there's Will Smith has nice feel good movies like Pursuit of Happiness. Everybody loves Over, Pursuit overrated. of Happiness. Overrated. Overrated. It wasn't He's, as good
1: as I thought it would be. Honestly, overrated.
3: I just don't think that Will Smith is just a compelling like drama actor to me. Like. I, I wasn't gonna go pay for that last movie, Gemini Man. Like he really wasn't selling was up Gemini Man.
2: <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. The guy, the guy that said we I'm pretty sure we all follow him is uh King Moses at King's Realm ATL. Oh, okay, yeah.
3: Didn't he, didn't he also say that Beyonce was overrated?
2: He has no no, let's talk about this for a minute. That man has that tweet as his pin tweet. So he is clearly looking for attention with that false statement, obviously. So uh, we, we did get into it about Jamie Foxx being a top five actor, or not Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, being a top five actor. Maybe And maybe we'll have him on the show and talk about this. I'm willing to bet that I could make a case that Will Smith is not a top ten black
3: actor. No. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're, you're bringing if we're including in. Including women? Yeah, like, okay, by all well, the names.
0: actor, so.
3: Okay. Actors, well, act-
2: women consider themselves actors now. That's the thing. My actress. I didn't know, I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, they 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 just
3: well, say actor. Now. When you have one man in the group, then it everybody's referred well, to as male pronouns. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would I couldn't make the case for Will Smith as a top ten black actor uh, at all. Like Viola Davis, still here, guys. You can't
2: make a case for him being a top five actor ever. You just can't. There's no yeah. that that you have no nothing no grounds to stand on. None.
1: So uh, I'll start I'll oh, go ahead.
0: I I know Chuck the decoy had chimed in. I forgot exactly what he said, and I kind of responded to him with the Eddie Murphy thing. And it's like, okay, you have your boomerang, you have Showtime, you have. Um, was he in the Negotiator? or Was that Samuel Jackson? Samuel <laughs>
2: Jackson, Jesus! <she laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> um, we'll he was down in down a movie down. that was like that, though. I remember that where he was a negotiator. Um, Mr. Church, which was also a very good movie. Nothing funny about it. I mean, I'm sorry, wait. He did a good job acting in the movie. The movie was actually absurd that we have this (laughs) black man in the 70s serving these white people and cooking for them, but that's another subject. But he did a superb job in that movie. To me, Pursuit of Happiness, when I look at that, that's Will Smith playing an older Will Smith.
1: With a bad and bad hair. It's
0: Will Smith acting like Muhammad Ali.
1: And, and pause uh, with that. Who do people remember with Ali? Jamie Foxx's role. Jamie Foxx.
0: King. Nobody ever talks
1: about Will Smith in that movie. It's always about Jamie Foxx. Concussion. Uh, it
0: was a great story. <laughs> that movie was, true. <laughs> that true. was so bad. Tell me the truth. Like it was it was Will Smith <laughs> playing a Wakandian, basically. <laughs> He just doesn't have the chops. Bagger Vance was really good, Never but um, in the last 20 years, he has some huge flops under his belt, too. And granted, Eddie Murphy does as well, but at least Eddie Murphy was trying different things. And to me, on the top end, Eddie Murphy has a lot of classics. Also, if we're talking about bad boys, I'm just imagining what is as good as I thought life was, if you put that on a cop role, like, come on, man, that sells itself. Will Smith, he's an average actor. I, I always say this. I kind of feel like The Rock kind of stole the lane that he should have been in as like a major, not as athletic, super action-y guy black, with black, a little black. bit of comedy. I mean, he he has so many bombs on his belt and I agree with everybody. He's not a top five actor. He's not a top five black actor. He's not a top five rapper turned actor. Uh. He's just decent.
3: No, let me say this. And I'm so glad you brought that up, even if it wasn't even on purpose. People like to play Queen Latifah. Like, she didn't make the transition from rapper to actor seamlessly. And she made it cool for these niggas to do. Queen Latifah did not become Khadijah James and then have the whole show stolen from her and called Friends. And then... on this legendary run as an actor as an actress or however you want to put it now she's on primetime television as the equalizer that belonged to denzel washington and you want to look me in my face and tell me that she is not the greatest rapper turn actor alive you want to give it will smith uncle phil's black
0: sheep nephew i I want to say it maybe because you got to think (laughs) of the generations People in your age range, they're not going to remember too much Queen Latifah. So when they think of the rapper portion, I'm like, eh, I don't know, because it's been a long time. So that would be the only point that I would say to that is maybe the people that are saying that don't remember her as a rapper. She can hold her own, though. But yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> the, the record the, the,
3: the, not even uh, a great rapper. Like, Summertime's cool. Summertime's a bop. But Summertime isn't. It, it ain't no it ain't no latifah verse what are you talking about
1: <laughs> it, it's more or less the sample the summer madness sample like there's some songs that like the sample kind of carries the the music more than the actual like there's some undefeated samples like uh uh mary jane girls all night long that baseline is undefeated like if you put that in any song it's a good song like 50 cent has a song out this year that has that same baseline that song is great but it's more or less because of the, the production. Uh Ty Dollar sign and Jeremiah have a whole album, like they have a song with that same sample. Great song, but it's more or less the sample great. But to, to put a pin in that, uh, I was talking to the homie Gary on Twitter about this. And, and my point to this, and I have a we have a whole episode dedicated to this, but Will Smith is lucky that Lorenz Tate is five seven. If Lorenz Tate was six four, Will Smith would be out of here, Doug. It'd be it'd be he's he's, he's a rant.
3: He's finer. He Was in love, Jones. Like, all of these things culminate. Yeah. Oh, Will Smith, Will, Smith can power. Be,
1: Will Smith could never be O Dog. Like,
3: come on, man.
1: <laughs> never happened. He could never be Frankie Lyman. Never happened. So, shout out to Genetics for helping. Will Will Smith Smith
3: help. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith yeah. is
1: just a Will Smith is just a black Mark Wahlberg. And the you know, case, click case calls.
0: <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> Minus
2: that part I wonder if he yeah. posted a ye- I wonder if Martin Wahlberg posted a yellow square
3: with that stuff <laughs> in his past he did After
2: He, he
3: ain't way I would be on him as a journalist do you remember the time you, you committed a hate crime against an Asian woman because I do Mr. Wahlberg
2: Hey man, he tried to get that stuff like erased too. Like he is, he's is trying true. to get away from that so bad. Like I get why, but Jesus. Uh,
1: uh okay. Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, tie into the samples thing. I know Mr. Savage has some some takes about the recent verses, the uh, Ronald Isley uh, versus uh, Earthwind and Fire. Um, oh, little
0: takes. I just was gonna say that in my closing piece is that you oh, know okay. it's just really astonishing that. You got a, a group that's been around for 50, 60, almost 70 years, still making good music, still making good songs. Definitely, that's what Versus is all about. It was great to kind of have that, especially you know, with everything that went on this weekend with the DMX, even the, just to tie that. Um, to even have that verse. So it, it just makes it really appreciate m- makes me really appreciate the artist. Uh, it was a lot of Earth, Wind & Fire stuff I didn't know. It was even more Isley Brothers. Saying, yeah, there's a couple
1: I things I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Like You learn something new every day. But um, uh, the one thing about that is that I tweeted out is that I didn't like where the Isley Brothers' discography led me. Um, it led me to another artist that I will not name on this podcast, and then it led me to a, uh, what, what would you call that? A uh, <laughs> It led me down another path of a uh, song story this artist I won't mention uh, made that has a couple of chapters <laughs> that I will not name, but... Um, <laughs>
0: I put my mum Yeah, that's the greatest.
3: I put up a Yo, I
1: yo. <laughs> Bro, I, so
3: bad, like, I won't say that nasty nigga's name, but <laughs> let me tell you, that summer was the best summer of my life. <laughs>
1: yo, yeah, that's we we do like all three parts, like wherever word were. Word. We be singing that shit at work, dog. Like now, again, after about part five, then it started to get a little silly, but Like the first chapter, the first like three chapters were like that. That was historic. That was A1 uh, quality music from the the gentleman that will not be named (laughs) on this podcast. Um, And then I found myself listening to that remix of that song we discussed two episodes ago. I was like, damn, this is a good song, man. But damn, damn. Yeah. Uh, So, and yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ronald Isley for taking me down a dark path on a title. So,
3: shout out. (laughs) Peace. Or is it his great niece? I think it's his niece, Alex Isley. She makes some phenomenal music. If you're looking for somebody to listen to, listen to Miss Alex Isley.
2: I did listen to to her project, I guess, from 2017. I guess she hasn't put out. She put out a song with Lucky Day that was really good. But I listened to her old stuff. I was like, okay, I see it runs in the family. She's really good. I like
3: phenomenal music. She plays the piano. I think she may play a little guitar too. But either way, doesn't matter. She could just show up with that voice and be A-okay.
1: They need to do like a canceled versus bracket with the people we can't talk about so we can just put pit them against each other or people that we shouldn't talk about that like should be in that same level. Like Aerosmith should definitely be in the canceled section of versus because they've done some, well, Steven Tyler's done some problematic stuff. You do do your Googles. Um,
3: yeah. Speaking but of, Canada, I, and this is vaguely related, but... Do you know how long that I had Willie Nelson canceled in my book? Because I thought he was Woody Allen. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> I a, that's was like, huge. why are all these people listening to Willie Nelson? This is disgusting. And then I was like, wait <laughs> a minute. Wrong
1: white man. Wrong
3: white man. <laughs> wrong <laughs> white man. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Um, Let me see. So, I guess we'll wrap up on the whole Kyrie Irving <laughs> <That> thing. i let you what the basketball aficionados. Uh, first of all, Kyrie Irving is from Northern New Jersey. So I know people change, but I know he said the N-word a lot of times in his life. Shout out to Newark, Brick City. But yes, uh, he he's, he's changed. He's leveled up. He's a, uh, what would Kendrick say, uh, what he said, uh, I don't N-I-G-U-S. know. N-I-G-U-S. Royalty, King, royalty. He said, "Uh, don't you said We're like we don't call me black, uh, we Israelites or some shit like that." Israel, yeah. Black yeah.
2: Israelites. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Irving, uh, he has some has words from Mr. Schroeder, and I guess there's like this uh, eruption on Twitter about, I guess, because Dennis Schroeder lives in Germany and he's black, you can't say the N word or some some Twitter nonsense. What? What, what are y'all's takes? Because I it, this <laughs> I didn't know
2: that was a thing that was going on out there. No, yeah. uh, I saw. I saw the video, and apparently, like, Kyrie was like, "Don't call me nigga. You don't know me like that." Like, I, so I don't you're know saying? If there's...
1: So you're saying if I know you like that, that I yeah. If
2: you like, if you know me, you can call me that. But because I don't know you like that, like, he's not like if Steph Curry call him a nigga, he ain't doing all that. Because Steph Curry busts his ass on the court too. Like Dennis Schroeder is an okay player, but he's not on that level. Like, if Russell Westbrook says that to him, you think Kyrie Irving doing all this nonsense? Yeah. No, because Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook will bust his ass too uh, inefficiently, but <laughs> we'll still try.
3: He's, Russell Westbrook is a, a large man and he is yeah. and always uh, angry. Gang affiliated. Like, we don't talk yeah. about it so much. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly, allegedly. Hey, his
2: 2020
3: <laughs> triple double? Yeah. <laughs> I niggas no stranger to a flag or two. So (laughs) they
2: they tried to ask, they was like, Hey, what's that mean? He was like, nah, the people that know, know what it means. They was like, nah, we're not getting into this, but, uh, (laughs) Kyrie Irving, uh, after the game where he was, uh, they had, they got, he got ejected. He says the N word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment, reclaimed, flipped, never forget its foul and true history. Throw that N-word out the window right alongside all those other racist words used to describe my people. We are not slaves or ends. Nigga, please. Get hey. the fuck out of here, dog. Oh,
3: we have <laughs> a little... A- uh, nigga, <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> this is like- my favorite... Uh-uh. This is my favorite part of the black man ascension or just like the black people ascension, like when black people get to the point where they're like, I am not a nigga, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, we that's we, case. Case. We, we were brought to this land. Oh, <laughs> We were forced to this land to pick, like, come on, bro. Like, you my nigga, and that's fine. And I don't mind black people who like, I'm not, you know, you don't, I don't use nigga, whatever, whatever. But I don't know, like, Kyrie Urban has been on this weird, like, Third Eye Journey. That's I think it's a lot more comical than he maybe intended it to be. Like it is very funny, considering that Kyrie Irving we met as the first pick of the draft, coming out of eleven games at Duke University. Like this new Kyrie Irving, while I respect it, be the person that you want to be. I I think it's a lot more comical than he
0: maybe wants it to. Be.
2: Well, he thinks it's kinda he's kind of deeper a than a flat
0: earther. He's, a nigga.
2: he's making it deeper than what it has to be. Like. All this didn't need to come from that little dust up with Dennis Schroeder. Like we didn't need this tweet. And I, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out how ESPN or any sports media outlet is going to talk about this. Like they're not. Like, they're, it, not. they're gonna they're, like I feel like they're gonna bring it up, but like who do you talk to about this tweet particularly? You
0: wanna
3: uh, tell us the history of nigga? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like I mean
2: no <laughs> this, is, hey, this is a perfect opportunity bring dr umar to espn but like you want Stephen,
3: you want the... Stephen
2: a to break down this tweet like obviously bill Monte jones could do it but i don't feel like this is even worth him talking about because like we're not we're not getting rid of the n-word like especially in sports like i've never heard anybody get a tech Called on them for saying nigga on the court, like ever. Like they've they've eradicated like the gay slurs. Like you can't call anybody the f word or anything like that. You'll get attacked for that. But like, you mean to tell me like the NBA is going to tell these black people how to talk to each other? Like you you're you telling
1: me? A- I don't know. They tried to, at one point. They said they're going to give people penalties in the NFL for saying it. But I they haven't. haven't. Seen it. Yeah, I was about to, I to say seen that. I haven't seen the lowering the helmet penalty that people were all up in a roar about years ago. But Yeah, they're gonna get. They're they're
2: not going to do that. Like, you're not going to have all these white owners telling these black players and this multi mostly black lead that they can't say nigga on the court. Like, you 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 mean to tell me, Mister White Man, that I can't say this word that I've been saying since I was a kid?
0: What? Remember the whole thing because they always say, "Wait a minute, how can you say it but I can't say it?"
2: Because of the history of the word, (laughs) like because of the history, like. And then it's almost worse that the idea that you come down here and you're like, well, w- even though we created this word to bring you down, and now you've taken more control over it, we're gonna make it so now you can't say it. Cause if I can't say it, no one should be able to say it. Like, nah, suck my dick, dog. Like, I get it. Like, if you're like on TV, you know what I'm saying, or or if you're the weatherman, you can't be like, hey, dog, it's gonna be seventy degrees outside, my nigga. Like, you can't do that. But like on the football field on the basketball court when in the heat of he not even in the heat of the game but like these are guys that you've known your whole life and you're telling me like what's what does it matter like they can say it on twitter they can say it in interviews they say it on this administrator
0: schroeder said it though it was a good game nigga like yeah i mean he, he probably
2: he probably he probably said it with a german accent so that probably makes it sound 10 times more racist but either way you're not getting rid of that word, Kyrie Irving. Like I'm well, sure, if you looked, if you looked through his mentions, he is getting fried up with all kinds of nigga videos. Like that's what it's gonna be. And and even with that, what do you think Jimmy Butler gonna t- tell him if they meet up in the playoffs? What do you think, Ke- not Kevin Durant, but good uh, game, your brother, like Joel and Embiid? What do you think he gonna say when he blocks Kyrie's shot? Nice shot, little nigga. Like all he's gonna get this all day now. Because now you've shown something bothers you. You told the entire world that this world bothers you. you. You told your 4.3 million Twitter followers, however many followers you have on Instagram, all the people that watch you, they all know that this word bothers you. So now when the game gets tight, it's going to be nigga, this, nigga, that. And we're going to cool. see how you respond.
1: Well, first off, but my outside of Monty Jones, the candidates to talk about this should be, number one, Mike Woolbond, and then Stephen A. Smith. Ah, uh, because they both said the N word on TV at least once.
3: Yes, just.
1: like, Okay, it, well, so the thing with the, the with the N word, right? Cool. Um, whatever. Like, so shout out to uh, Andrew Solomon. He's he's like, yo, why do you say the N word so much? I'm like, probably because rap music, but. Um, know white people invented the n-word yeah they invented the n-word with the er but we you know we kind of repurpose it kind of like how we had to do with you know the the worst parts of food that they gave us as slaves you know you had to repurpose it and make it something that's your own i get that the root of it is bad kind of like with the food but you could look at it like this if you look at the history of the american flag and what it stood for America, just roll with it and repurpose it to be the symbol of patriotism for all people, even though it doesn't represent everybody that you know lives under that flag, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So to say that, again, it sounds bad to say we can't repurpose it and make it our own, it's it's kind of talking, it's disingenuous. Like there's clearly American flags to be at all these KKK and MAGA and insurrections and shit like that. But that's still the the flag that our kids have to stand up and, well, not my kids. I don't have kids. But people's kids have to say the national anthem to every day and pledge allegiance to this flag that doesn't treat everybody equal like the Constitution says it should. So if black people want to say the N-word, then I mean, that's that's small fries. If it bothers them. I mean, it is what it is. But I mean, as a whole, I mean, I respect you, if you don't say it. But my like Marcus said it ain't it ain't it ain't going nowhere, dog, like and then this is in sale.
2: And, <laughs> and then this kind of ties back to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier when he called his sister or when the old girl called his sister, he was like. You know whatever about the shield and he was like i don't i don't care that flag doesn't care about me why would i care about this country's mascot you know what i'm saying like that's where we're at like black people we're gonna do what we want to do we're gonna do our thing like whatever
3: i think that Kyrie could have maybe gotten his point across without the twitter post because i mean why is he telling us you know like we don't we his twitter followers aren't going to meet him and dap him up and say what's up man?" they might but the message that he was trying to send would have been much more, it would have been better served for whatever NBA group chat there is um, and tried to keep that in-house as much. Because you're right, now that people know, fans specifically know, that this word offends you, what is the first thing that trolls do? They go for your weak spot. He about yeah. to have so many niggas, outside of just the regular racist niggas, come into, <laughs> come into war him. He's about to get this over and over again, and it's going to overshadow the message that he maybe was intending to send. Um, so I don't know. I feel like this much would have been much better served um, internally with, you know, a group the group of people with Dennis Schroeder himself maybe. But I don't yeah. think Twitter Talk to is him not, after the game. Yes. not the place for nuance and introspective conversations and new ideas. Twitter is for laughs, and that's what you got when you post it. My thing is,
2: is like if you're if you're a black person and you don't want to be called the N word, I'm cool with that. Like I'm not I'm not gonna do that. But if you're a black person I don't like and I don't respect, and you tell me oh I don't like being called the N word, guess what nigga you a nigga for the rest of your life. Okay,
1: so since Marcus has kids, Andrew posed the question: Do you want your kids using the word? If they want to, yeah. I mean, and again, and again, we. Like we follow each other on Twitter. Like I don't. I don't want you to think we're being dismissive, but it's kind of like.
2: Well, that that I mean, because my, my parents have actually asked me that. They're like, "Hey, how do you feel about?" Because I think they actually did say it at school one time. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's. I'm not. I'm not just gonna like, raise them and not even like talk about it, but like, hey, you know what? This is where this word came from. It from racist people, racist white people. They called us this to bring us down. Uh, now it's a word and it's, it's, an, it's a term of endearment that we use amongst each other that, you know, that we use to kind of, you know, acknowledge each other whatever. But this is also a word that you cannot use at school. You know what I'm saying? This is not a word you can use, like, at work or wherever in a professional setting. This is word. This is a word you can say along in rap songs. But, like, there's a time and place to say this word. If you want to say it, go ahead and say it. Just don't say it at school while you're on the yeah,
3: roof. <laughs> I just treat it like other curse word. Like, I don't, groups reclaim terms all the time. There's a, a odd particular focus on black people reclaiming their derogatory term. But, you know, women have reclaimed terms that have historically been derogatory against us. Uh, members of the LGBTQ community have reclaimed terms that um, have been derogatory towards them. I think every racial and ethnic group. That's a term that they've reclaimed. Um, and I don't know why there's a particular focus on black people. I guess it's because so many people think that we're so cool that they want to use the word and they don't see any issue with it. But I just I don't know. It's never been that serious of a thing for me personally. Like you said earlier, I have no problem. Somebody says, like, I don't use the word and I don't like being called the word. That's mm-hmm. fine. I won't. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I will think you're a little strange but I won't say that to you and I will absolutely uh, abide by your rules. But I have never thought that nigga was so serious that I need to go and tell people the racist history of, we we all know the racist history of the word. Like we don't need to, continue to rehash that. It's either you accept it as a word or you don't. And it's cool if you don't, but Kyrie Irving in this situation.
2: It seems like he's doing a lot. He's just doing a lot with it. It didn't need to be all this. Like, and just to your point. Well, just to your point, I know like women now, I don't know if it's always been a thing, but I just feel like within the last few years, women, even on Twitter and in person, they refer to each other as bitch. You know what? I will not be referring a woman to as bitch. Never. <laughs> I will never do that. I don't care. I don't care how many times I hear your homegirl call you a bitch. I will not be calling you a bitch. I am not comfortable doing that. And it just, it, it ain't me. I ain't doing it. That's y'all's word. I
3: heard men refer to each other as the... <laughs> awful f-word and i'm like oh well that ain't for me to tell you not to say it girl that
2: ain't and and that's also my thing like i'm not i cannot tell i cannot come here as a man and be like uh you women should respect yourselves and not call your call and degrade yourselves by calling you that word i'm also not going to tell gay people that they should not degrade themselves by calling themselves uh gay slurs like i'm not i'm not in that circle i'm not in that group so i also don't want to have like old white men looking down at me so like, well you shouldn't be saying that word young man you should respect yourself more like nah it's
3: all i'm annoying. going to say this These weird respectability politics that i think and i hate to do the Kyrie irving but i'm gonna do it i think it all goes back to white supremacy and like us trying to look good in front of the white man so it's like don't say that word to each other now but it's like
2: <laughs> my go <score> is
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. We we were past that. Say it if you want. Don't if you don't. But it's don't like try to make it's ability indictment.
2: It's like you think that uh if you get pulled over, hey, you say nigga? No, I. Right, you're straight. You move along, sir. Oh, you say nigga out of the car. You
3: know what I'm saying?
2: Like, <laughs> and if you if you have like fear. a black yeah. sounding name on your application, there's no there's no check mark. Do you say nigga or uh, no? Are you a nigga <laughs> saying? Okay, well you can get you. You're not hired. Like. You're still going to get treated the same no matter how you address other black people.
1: So, and uh, Andrew's asking, what would MLK and Mark uh, Malcolm do? And my answer to that is get assassinated because that's what happened to both of them. (laughs) Exactly. Whether they said it or not, like (laughs) the two clearly did not say that word, and they still got shot. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like what we can't please everybody, man. Like, and again, and it's no no shade to you if you don't use it. That's cool like I said, I don't say it at work. You know what I'm saying? This is what I work at, I, I may or may not say it outside of work. I ain't gonna say it on the podcast, but uh, just in case my work happens to stumble upon this. But um, yeah, I mean, it, there's nothing we can do or say to make other people accept us, you know, for the most part. I mean, there's a video out right now. I'll send it to you once we're done, but there was an army, uh Lieutenant that got hemmed up by the police and they treated that man like a dog, like and, and the people that talked about Nick disrespecting the troops. Like, you couldn't even give this man the benefit of the doubt in his uniform that he's not committing a crime. If you can't do that, what does that say about these troops that you so vehemently defend? You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't have a civil conversation with another grown man, as they always try to put the the military and the police side by side as, like, distant cousins. But you treat this man like he committed a crime for nothing. And then you pepper sprayed him the man fear for his life. Like, I don't know. The whole compliance argument with me is just, like, I I don't subscribe to that, man. Like In this day and age, man, compliance will still get you clapped on tape, so hopefully he sues to brace off that police yeah. department I hope cops never get a job again. But yeah, man, like, you know, Hov said it, man, still, you know, you know what it is, but yeah, so not, you know, pretty dark way to end the podcast, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if you don't like saying it, cool, I won't refer you as that, but I think there's much bigger issues in the world right now than the yeah, fixed like, one thing that black people say like you know what i'm saying like you got the whole Derek chauvin case going on right now like that's much more pressing than whether or not i say the n-word in my free time but anywho we have eclipsed the uh iconic two-hour mark i need to go throw these uh sweet potato fries in the air fryer so i can eat it with this chicken song uh, of the week
2: just just say a song of the week we're not gonna break get into it but song of the week <sighs> Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Lakia, rap, uh, rapper. Uh, Her, she had an album out called In Due Time, and we'll go with the first song, Freestyle. It's really good.
3: Uh song of the week, Outside, by Ben Staples on the FM album. Hey,
1: North. Um, I'm yes. going with uh, I'm still I'm still on the uh, on the Drake. I might be an Aubrey's angel now. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Once a Need, Drake, Little Baby. Little baby spas in that verse, for real. Right. Anywho, definitely. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Appreciate it, Andrew. Definitely. yeah uh, We do this every week. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe to Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that jazz.
3: <laughs> right,
1: Jesus, look, little baby <laughs> went off of that verse. I know who that is. Jiff. Uh, little <laughs> baby went off on of that verse. Like he spasmed out. But you know what I'm saying. Don't tell nobody. Anywho, this KTSEF. We out. Peace.
3: i love be Franklin Saint.
1: Still haven't watched that show. You should watch that show. I, it's on the list. I mean, I'm watching I'm watching Invincible. Um Yeah. I'm watching other shit. I'll get to it eventually. Well, another show that I'm watching right now,
2: um, we're still live, is uh I know. Okay. <laughs> uh Better Call Saul. If you're in the breaking bad. I started, it, like it's
1: a legit good show. I stopped I like, watching it. I, I, uh,
2: uh, It's good. Like, it, it, I think it's really good. It's really good.
1: Apparently, Shameless is finally about to end. I quit on that show, too. Oh,
2: I definitely yeah. quit on that show a long time ago. I was like, I can't. Like, how is this white man still alive? Like, you haven't had a heart attack
1: yet? White privilege. That's why. <laughs> that's
0: why. That's
1: why. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes, uh, show. Uh, yeah, as I said, watching Jujutsu Kaisen, Invincible. Even though I've already like read past where the show goes, but oh, Attack on Titan, final, finally finished the. Uh, oh Jesus. The... Get that show out of yeah. here. Yeah, get that, that show
2: the fuck out of here, man. I'm tired of That's, that shit. You meet the last season. Okay, really good. so so we can all agree, like all the fight scenes in Falcon and Winter Soldier are really good, right? Like we all agree with that. The action in it's pretty good. Yeah, Marvel.
3: Like, it's, it's, it's like movie quality, I would say. Okay,
2: so with that being said, how are people not excited for Black Widow? How am I the only one that wants to see this movie still? Because it's known to be that for two Thank hours. You. She's dead. I don't care about <laughs> dead people.
3: I like, know she's not coming back. So, like, what are the stakes in this video? Unless, unless they are going to explain this in a way that, because I think in, a, in the trailer for Black Widow, they're doing some face swappy stuff. So if they can explain that, if this, it, uh, Natasha is not the one that died in Vormir, it was somebody else, maybe. But I also think people aren't excited because the movie was supposed to come out last year. Am I really the supposed to- down. About Natasha Romanoff for a year when I didn't care about her for 10 years?
2: <laughs> it's the buzz. The, bu- the buzz has gone away. It was supposed to come out before these Disney Plus shows. It was supposed to come out-
3: no, before right all before, of them uh, homecoming or before homecoming, one of the two. Um, so I mean,
2: so- I'm I'm still so excited. I still want to see it. Um, I think it'll be really I, I think it could be really good if it if it can tie into some movie, it has to tie into something. It can't be just a standalone movie, but if it ties into anything going further or even from the past, I think it'll be really good. And, I,
3: I, I won't say that I'm not excited for it, but I'm not like on my you know, on pins and needles waiting for the next trailer or anything uh i'm more excited for like multiverse of madness or like oh
1: yeah yeah uh, I mean, Eternal stuff like that i'm gonna watch it when it comes like when it comes to disney plus it's just like it's not nothing i'm gonna like plan my day around it's like shit. all right i got something to do all right nothing to do but i'll get to it i don't want to play call of duty or fucking demon souls let me fire up old ps5 and uh watch uh this white woman I'm sorry. This multiracial actress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hold Exactly. it. laughs> All right. She can
2: be whatever she wants to be. Okay. Of course. Hey,
1: man. But anywho, I'm leaving for real. I got to cook these this air fryer. I got to get jumped up. All right, y'all. Peace.
3: <laughs> Every now and again, you might need a little extra mm in your love life. Spice things up tonight by shopping at AdamandEve.com with a vast array of toys, lingerie, and things to keep you coming. Don't forget to use KTSE at the checkout for free gifts to make your night just a little more spicy.